rolling up over black Cadillac high heel boots and a sexy body so I'm already recording because I always get the pre-roll for the patrons. Always got to get that in there for the awesome patron peoples. <clears throat> Jesus Christ! Don't make <laughs> don't make that fucking face. Oh my God! That that right there is a horror movie trailer. I hate being on camera, but the fact that I know there's a camera and people are gonna be watching is like, ooh, yeah, let's fucking act a fool. Yeah, I mean you can act a fool all you like for the patrons there, Dante. So, guys, welcome back to episode 71 of the Now You Made It Awkward podcast. I am Shoki, and you can follow me at all the Shoki-related things in the links down below. Uh, but, you know, above my links are, in fact, this lovely gentleman's links over here with me. The, again, this week, I do have Dante L. Destroyer. What's going on, everybody? That was an awkward pause to drink. So, either way... <laughs> So, guys, of course, uh, go check out all of Dante's work at Off the Mats. So, you like horror. And, of course, Colompton Beer Club. So, those are all his podcasts. And then he occasionally does appear on the Nerd Rage Radio, which, uh, speaking of Nerd Rage, we once again don't have a Ricky. You know, who knows when anybody will be back. None of my co-hosts seem to be available, even this week. So, it's going to be a, it's gonna be an awkward uh, post-summer apocalypse here, apparently. Um I'm great at awkward. Yeah, you are. You are. And that's why you fit in so well here at Nymea. Uh, so, guys, of course, uh, subscribe here to this channel. Rate us wherever it is you're listening to us on the podcast apps. Uh, because, yeah, you, you know, got to do those things. Let me close over. Let me close down Meta over here. Screw you, Facebook. I got to close that down. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, close down the things. Um <laughs> What the heck? Okay, so I just saw a very weird uh, thumbnail here for one of the movie trailers we're going to be talking about. That is a really crazy looking thumbnail. Um, <clears throat> but convenient that it's up right there so I can pull it up when we have to. So either way, guys, I'm going to be back to a slightly normal episode this week. Uh, if you want to write in and communicate with us, you can do so at the Now You Made It Awkward mail at gmail.com. Also in the description down below so you can copy and paste it into wherever it is you want to write to us from. Or you can always just leave a comment on the videos you're watching and I will read those. And we don't have any from last week, but apparently last week's episode did get some decent views comparatively. Um, I think it's because it had fuck in the title and everybody wanted to know what the hell Jeremy did. Um, and, and we would dick. I would I would like to reach out to, to Jeremy and say, look, dude, uh, wash your ass. Um, sorry. It's just sorry. Not sorry. Wash your ass. Keisha will probably like you better if you would just wash your fucking ass. And learn how to read, you dumb bitch. <laughs> You don't have to, dude. If we can't even get eighth graders to read at a fifth grade level nowadays, Jeremy's got no hope at twenty eight. You know he's he's oh, fucked. Well. He is fucked. Oh well. Oh well. Learn to swim, bitch. Learn to fucking swim. So, guys, we're just gonna get right into it here. Um, talk about our weeks, uh, give or take. And it's been a couple weeks since we talked about weeks. But honestly, the most important thing uh, that's been going on in the Shoki household is that Thursday night, uh, Miss Shoki, aka Jessica, was in a car accident um, on her way home from work, and uh, that resulted in her foot being injured. Nothing broken, uh, badly bruised. Looks to be a bit sprained along with a really bad seatbelt bruise 
uh, like kind of here in her chest area for anybody who's looking like upper boob area across to the armpit. And it is all kinds of nasty colors. We looked at it this morning after she got out of the shower. I was like, ugh. <laughs> it's like, it's like, that looks like it. Jeremy's fucking underwear on a, th- on a Thursday is what that looks like. Um, Ew, who shit yeah. on your chest? Oh, I didn't want to go there. Oh God. Why? Why do I open the doors? Either way, uh, so the car is probably totaled. Still waiting to hear back from the insurance appraisers and all that. Um, and that is unfortunate because, well, it, to just being honest, we don't really have it in our finances to get another fucking car right now. Uh, we needed that one to last as long as possible. And it was pretty good. I mean, it was an 09 Honda Civic with like 130,000 miles. You know, pretty good. You know, still got lots of life in it. Just put new suspension on that bitch a few months ago. It fucking sucks. But, I mean, like, the airbags didn't go off or anything, so I don't know. I mean, it, it, it could be. They just go, fuck it. It's only going to be a few grand for a front clip on this thing. It still runs. Fuck it. Slap it back together. Hell, it didn't even look like it damaged the paint. It just, like, bent the hood. It, like, it's stupid. I mean, the, I didn't see the bumper, though. It was, like, laying on the grass. Uh, I, the uh, patrons have seen this. By the way, guys, go sign up for the patrons if you want to see the full uncut video version of the podcast so you can see what Dante's face was earlier that I reacted to. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's that's the most important thing. Uh, I'm still going through physical therapy. I'm still going to be doing it for at least two more months. Um, but, uh, the, of course, with dealing with all this and trying to help her around, I probably, like... Uh, pulled a couple things like just trying to help her get upstairs you know we're on a third floor apartment so it was very hard to get her up here uh super early friday morning realistically it wasn't even thursday anymore um but luckily she did go back to work today she was able to actually drive we have gotten a rental car which thank god i I kept the fucking rental insurance on her car it's like I took it off of mine. I took off like the the fluff off of my car insurance, but I left it all on hers. Thank God, I didn't ever think I would need that. It, this is why insurance is known as in case shit, you know. Uh, yep. So uh, they're covering. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be super expensive. It's a small ass car, you know. But at least this way they cover like twenty five dollars a day, which basically means we pay a dollar something a day for a fucking rental car, which is pretty fucking nice. And we've got it till damn near the end of the month, so you know we've got a while. Um, but it is a Kia, so we'll see what happens. If you if you have any idea what's been going on lately with fucking Kias out there in the world, I'm not. I won't be buying a Kia. I will say that. Unfortunately, it's going to hurt the market out there. But well, <clears throat> thanks for that info, because we are probably going to be in the market for a new car as well <laughs> soon, Maybe. depending on what comes back from, you know. Sarah was also in an accident, but... Oh, really? What? I don't think it was... I think the car should be able to be repaired, they believe, but... Oh, when did that happen? Uh, two weeks ago? Oh, uh, I, yeah, think, I, two... I think I remember you mentioning it on Off the Mats, did you? Or Compton? Uh, I, I listen so to too many of your I listen to too many of your podcasts to know which one's which when I'm listening anymore. It's like, are we talking sports, beer, jiu-jitsu? Wait, that could all be the same podcast. Fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, believe me, I don't know half the time. I'll I'll tell a story. I'm like, where did I tell the story? Yeah. Which one was this on? Yeah, at least I have the one podcast, so I'm doing pretty good. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so she's okay though. Yeah, yeah, she had like a slight case of whiplash. Nothing major. Uh, 
So it is fine. Someone ran a red light as usual out here. That's, that's oh, what they do. Oh, okay. I remember. You, yeah, I remember you mentioning this now. Okay. That's why you said it that earlier when you also asked what happened if some asshole ran a red light. No, just some asshole who couldn't control his vehicle and or was falling asleep is what happened. And she tried to keep her distance and she failed because the guy had to slam on his brakes after he hit someone else so you know you can only compensate for so much and she was attempting to call the cops to report him already like so you know so she had her she had her phone on speakerphone and her hands on the steering wheel and what was attempting to call the non-emergency line to report this guy swerving all over the road he already nearly hit three people you know because he just couldn't maintain lane so he was going to have an accident one way or the other, and unfortunately, we were the we were the choice. Uh, that and an, another young lady who was pregnant uh, is who he hit. Yeah. Uh, they both went to the hospital. No idea what happened to the dude. Uh, I know the cops talked to him on the scene. No idea where he went after that. Uh, but like he's pro- it's like he was like sixty something, and like I mean, he would have had like double whiplash. He hit someone and then got rear-ended. He's like he's probably jacked up too somewhere. Um, I'm sure. But uh, other than that, um, and of course, going through therapy for myself, um, trying to get better. I don't know if I am, but I'm trying. Um, I'm marginally better than when I started, so that's something. And I'm about halfway through the process, so it is what it is. Um, we haven't talked about it lately, but uh, I have, I'm caught up on Ahsoka. And as we come up to the final episode of the season tomorrow, um, I, I'm Ricky's not here to say it's trash so i'm just gonna go ahead and and you know dump all over i'll dump love all over it because i've really have enjoyed this series i do like what it's doing with the star wars universe um i love that we're getting all our our characters essentially back from rebels i'm loving all that like sometimes the costumes look goofy in real life you know it's just kind of a thing um but doesn't translate yeah, sometimes it just doesn't translate, but I loved, we didn't get to really into it with the uh, episode a couple weeks ago, where basically it was all kind of a flashback, and we actually got younger Ahsoka, which was awesome. Um, we got to see basically a live-action Clone Wars, as well as now having live-action um, uh, the, the, the Rebels, which is all great. Um, and I think it looks it looks so much better than the Star Wars we've had recently in a way i guess and i've talked about this before where star wars only uses like a handful of studios to make their cg and shit like it's very tight-knit and they have time Mm -hmm. to get shit done whereas marvel is like go 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 to like 800 fucking studios um so that's why marvel has been going downhill and star wars is slowly increasing in quality um, and I know people have been talking about the way Thrawn looks and stuff. I was like, but I love that dude as a fucking actor. I don't care. He's a blue dude with red eyes. He's not going to look right. I don't give a shit what you do. Right? <laughs> I, look, I was excited that Thrawn was, was going to be brought in. And I wouldn't say I was disappointed how he looked. I was like, I just thought he'd be taller. I mean... Taller is is relative because we don't know how tall any of those people really were, unless you see him next to Vader. It's like nobody. There's no real like. Eh, how tall is he technically? Well, not taller, like you know, like like uh, what's his name, uh, Snoke. Oh you know, yeah, like they, they, but like like there's just something about like, and, and it's, it's not terrible. I I don't think he, he's not. Any, he doesn't have a threatening. 
physique. Yeah, I don't feel threatened. But the thing is, though, too, he he's brilliant. You know, yeah. he, he's like he doesn't necessarily have to be physically threatening yeah. in that sense because that's not what I was looking for per se. But uh, it, it, it's always different though when you you read a story and you kind of have a character visualizing your mind then you get the live action uh, version of any sort it's like mm, it, it's fine it, it'll do i mean yeah. the character is still there and that's the important thing about him and it's and it's voiced by the same exact guy which is great yeah and that's mad so. mads mickelson's brother so already fucking fantastic and i loved him like i i've seen he's been in a few things my favorite thing was when he was in uh Sherlock as Charles Augustus uh oh god damn it I had it until Magnuson uh and he was basically Thrawn like he's like so he's basically playing the same character but blue and I know people say well the face looks weird or the hair looks funny I was like he's a weird looking motherfucker to begin with and we've never seen a live action chiss so fuck off and it doesn't look right it's like well how else are you supposed to make him look right I think that's the problem with expectation though yeah, I, I always say this about Star Wars or in any of these properties that we get, you know, for for nerdum. Yeah. It's like there's an expectation that that we have. And it's like I, I figured out, you know, right after Civil War, just to stop having expectations. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what I say all the time It's like because you, you, it's never going to live up to what you want in your head. Like in that, and it, you have to let it go and enjoy what you're given, or at least base. You, you may not have to enjoy it, but judge it by what you're given, not what you're sad that you didn't get. Is like, and, and that's where uh, you know Ricky and I have differed greatly in in uh, our arguments on shows like this. Is why we kind of have to stop talking about Marvel shows because we do nothing but fight. Is like because like for 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 Ricky is like this is always trash. This is stupid, and I'm just like this is fucking fun. It was like I was like I'm having a yeah. good time. I was like I'll nitpick it. It's like I, that, people know I will nitpick shit to death, and you know I'm generally a negative guy. So it's like I'm looking for all the negatives. But I went like you know what I've fucking ragged on everything for so long. Let me go see if I can like something first. Like let me like it before I fucking dislike it. Yeah, that that's been my thing lately with the Marvel shows specifically. Is I go in with the ideal that. I'm excited. I like this. And then I look for what I don't like later. So that way, you know, I don't, I don't come in with the negative because if I come in with the negative, it's going to take over and I will never be able to enjoy the show mm -hmm. versus, and, and also the social media presence of, of, a, you know, on a lot of these things will add into that. So it's like, you know what? I don't read any, you know, reviews. I don't go into the comments for for the shows, at least. I yeah. go into comments for other negative shit because it's like, oh, I got to see what they talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to make sure like my temperature is the same as theirs. Like, it, like y'all see what I'm seeing. But when it comes to these shows and properties, I stay out of that that range. But yeah, just don't expect nothing. Just go and fucking have fun and enjoy it, and yeah. you'll be surprised. Yeah, that's that's what I want to be. I want to be surprised in in a good way. But I also want to just, it's like, I don't want to hold it up against something else. Be like, okay, well, this isn't as good as Rebels. I was like, okay, but that was a cartoon. It's like, I was like, what the hell? It's like, it's like, oh no, all these live action people don't look like their cartoon counterparts. I was like, huh, that's fucking weird. I wonder how that happened. And I just realized <laughs> I've been spelling Ahsoka wrong for weeks. 
I've been putting Ashoka instead of Ahsoka. Oh. It's like I put the H in the wrong spot. It shouldn't be an H. It's fucking stupid. Learn how to spell Lucasfilm. Um, I will say, though, uh, all this stuff going on on Peridia with the Night Sisters and all this shit uh, is like, I like the the lore that they're building there. Like it's it's been it's been gone through with clone, later seasons of Clone Wars and in Rebels and stuff like this, and like we still don't know. And I, I like this. Like normally we'd probably be hit in the face with the grand plan, right? No, it's all still kind of a mystery. Like what the fuck? It was like at first we thought, oh, we're just gonna go grab Thrawn and he's gonna come back and that's gonna be fucking it. It's like, no, that's just the journey. It's like, there's so much other shit we got to literally do. You know, it's like. Yeah, I, I like the ideal that it's done where I feel like with the Star Wars properties now, at least. And not all, but like for the most part, it, it, they're pacing it now. It's like instead of just trying to force feed us everything and give us all this content in six or eight episodes, it's like, or, you know, or not even that, but, you know, like. Let's give it all and it and reveal everything by the third episode. Like, no, slow pace it. And, and like, give it time just... to breathe, you know? Yeah. And, and and I think this is a this is what happens when you give Filoni time to do his shit instead of fucking... Pl- like, I, I absolutely agree that Book of Boba Fett was a hot mess. But it also a completely different director, different everything. It, the story was fine. What came out of it was, you know, it is what it was. Um, but if, if that's the biggest failing Star Wars TV has had in the last, what, five years? Oh, no. You know, it's like, oh, no, a show that wasn't, it's like, we only cared about three episodes of that show anyways. It's like, who cares otherwise? He's like, he's not going to be, well, he might come in handy later, you know, in, 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 the Mandoverse as, as we've got going on here. Um, because now we know that this is leading to a Dave Filoni universe movie at the end of this, which may or may not be called heir to the empire. That's what everybody kind of wants to happen. So basically Mando Ahsoka, uh, whatever's coming up after this, it's all going to be leading to a movie. So they're doing what I've always said that the Marvel show should be doing. It's like you have your individual shows yeah. taking place in the same universe and all those stories are building to a finale movie. And then you go from there, which seems like a better plan, especially with comic books. It's like, yeah, it's like serialize it and then have your big setup and payoff. Well, I mean, that's how comic books have mostly always been written anyway. You know, mm-hmm. you look at any of the crossovers from the 90s, especially, yes. you know, they, they have their regular titles and they work, you know, within themselves, but there is a common threat that's loosely keeping them tied together until you yeah. get to that big crossover and there's your movie. Yeah, I mean, this is what they did with the, you know, phase one through three of, of you know, Marvel, but they did yeah. it in movies and then they had uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. sort of running in yeah. the background. Which I like that as a tie-in to all the movies and then keeping the universe alive without having to check in every five seconds with Thor, you know. Um, yeah. Which, which you know, and also we've barely even scratched the old surface of Star Wars with this. Like we've got some classic characters, you know. Yeah, we've got a Skywalker in here at some point. You know, we have mention of Leia, you know, that kind of stuff. But like, you know, some people are like, why hasn't Luke been called in on this? Like. Luke's fucking busy. 
It's like, yeah. it's like the people we're following all have the same agenda. Luke's doing his own fucking thing and doesn't care about the rest of this if he even knows about it. It's like, that's the crazy part. It's like, does Luke even know who the fuck Thrawn was? Like, at all? It was, it was no part of it at all. He was gone uh, pretty much before the Battle of Yavin, so there's no way Luke would have any idea. I think so many people get in this 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 rush for things because it's like well you know they know familiarity it's like yeah. well you know we know these characters are here like bring them into it so that way i can feel comfortable because mm -hmm. now i can connect to a story it's like or just treat it how you would treat any story yeah. like if you're not terribly familiar i'm not terribly familiar with rebels and clone wars i know of them but i never watched them because for me to sit down to watch anything mm -hmm. it's like okay like I, I, I need to focus. I need to concentrate. It's like I can't do this. Yeah. But you know, I, I pick up the cliff cliff notes. I go to the interwebs. Yeah. And you know, you get your ideal there. But at no point in my life, you know, when Ahsoka was even announced, I was like, oh, okay, I'm excited. I want to check this out. I want to see it. And I've been enjoying the ride. And mm -hmm. it's not even because like, oh, I'm a big, big fan. Yeah. Of you know what's going on. But it's like, okay, they're making it fun because I'm not attaching the ideal of like, well, what about Luke? You know. Yeah. You know. What about, you know, how does this tie into, you know, we know Ahsoka, Ahsoka popped up, you know, over there in the Mandalorian, you mm -hmm. know, well, like, why is the Mando crossing over here? It's like, no, just enjoy what's in front of you. And then, you know, once it's done, sit back and assess. Yeah. And I wonder where's it going. And, and I also like that this universe is carrying on, even though we're not keeping up minute to minute. Like, so mm -hmm. from, from where... Mando, actually, it was actually Book of Boba Fett is actually where Ahsoka popped up, not even an actual Mando. That's where that's where our brains go. We're like, that was the Mando. Yeah. It's like, no, no, that was actually Book yeah, of Boba yeah, Fett. True. It's like, but that was his episodes of Book of Boba Fett, which, you know, that was what Mando season 2.5. So yeah. it, it that, you know, that all happened. And then we eventually led to the Ahsoka series. So there's still a time gap in there. And like there's there's been a few years that are unaccounted for as it goes anyways, and it's how we're filling it in with you know when did Ahsoka actually train Sabine? Did they actually go on that initial journey, you know, to go find Ezra? And how long did that take? When did she actually stop training, or when did she dump her ass back on? Um, oh, Lothal, you know, it's like when when did she get dumped back there to just live in misery and being alone with all her friends fucking gone, you know? And so, and, and, you know, I like some of the remake shots and stuff like that, and they're replaying certain things. Also, Ray Stevenson, I think, is killing it as uh, Balin Skull, uh, and it fucking sucks that he basically got this series done, and, like, what are we going to do? Because his character's not going away. Unless he dies in the next episode, he's not going away, so they're going to have to recast his character next year or whenever they re redo the show since he's gone. Um Unless they had to do any, they had to do some reshoots after his death or something, and be like, "Oh, well, he's dead now." No, nah. it's like, dude, just just recast the character and keep the story going. It's like it's not going to be the same, yeah. but you can't make it the same. It's like if you have a story, keep to your story. There's always another actor. I hate to say it; it's not to be heartless, but we've seen what happens in Marvel when you do that. You know, it's like you you might break you might break a chunk of your universe by just not carrying on. Unfortunately, yeah, it, it, it's not like it'd be the first time it's happened. It's been done plenty of times. I, I, I think 
more so now, you know, again, you got fan bases that are just like, like we said earlier, people just look for negativity. So it's like they might recast and it might be fucking awesome. Yeah. You're going to have people that are just going to hate. They're going to be so mad. But, but see, that's where, that's where I got to wonder. It's like, look, make the best thing for your show, not the best thing for the fans. Make the show or the movie Correct. you intend to make. Don't make it by Twitter mob. Don't make it by YouTube comments. You make the thing you want to make. The haters will hate. The fans will be there. And, you know, pay respect without having to... You know, don't be a slap in the face of, especially of a of an actor that is gone. You know, obviously that's where people were worried about with Black Panther. But I mean, this is a pretty minor quote unquote role because we don't actually know what he's up to. Because um, what he's up to may actually have been part of the movie, not a part of this series. You know, so they might have to jump to that later because we have no idea. Now we have a whole new galaxy to fucking play in, which is something we've really not had in Star Wars. Period. It's like cool. Let's go fuck around over here. You know. That's one of the things about all of this that I think is so much fun is that, you know, we're getting new stuff. Yeah. And and you're just getting the ideal of, you know, again, people want to be attached to the old. Mm -hmm. But there's new things to just embrace and enjoy. And if you don't like it, don't fucking like it. I got whenever people fucking jump into my comments, and say some shit I'm like Excuse you me. don't have to be here. Yeah. Move thanks, on. thanks for the engagement. You know? Yeah. Bitch bitch <laughs> um let's see what else has been going on okay so i'm up to up to current the second quote-unquote core of bleach the thousand year blood war just ended this weekend they dropped the last two episodes at the same time they're just like uh we're, we're behind we gotta just dump the last two episodes all at once um it's fucking fantastic uh like for it for a show to come back 10 years after it fucking ended and like with an all-new all new animation studio, all this stuff, all the same voice actors, at least the ones who are still around, I guess. Um, and be able to finally put to TV what was put on page all those years ago and felt like a letdown uh, for any Bleach fans. They know it did not end well at all because the creator was rushed. He said, look, you got this much time to, to get it done. Fucking get it done. So, you know, he was trying to tell a longer story. And he didn't wasn't given time, and he had to wrap it up very fucking quickly. And there's probably skipped some things. So when the the anime now they uh, they've had a chance to add some stuff they never gave context to. They've had time. They actually trimmed some fat and reorganized scenes, so we might see some stuff that was cut at, from one chunk and might just pop up later instead. You know that kind of thing. And not to mention, you know, anytime you take something that's just drawn on the page and animated in, in beautiful, flowing fucking motion, you know, especially with the way they've, they've done it in this new series, it's fucking awesome. Like some incorporation of CG, but in a good way, you know, fucking being able to do like three-dimensional pans, that's like shit they couldn't do before, you know, having action scenes done really fucking well. And not to mention, this is bloody like it's called the thousand year blood war <laughs> so it's like if they somehow like so back in the day when it was on they actually nixed most of the blood and gore that was actually in the manga like so if you saw a scene side by side you're like wait a minute this dude's not blood everywhere this person's entire torso isn't gone and their guts hanging out that kind of shit so they didn't animate any of that they just did the old like oh my arm is just burned when it should have been ripped the fuck off you know um 
and the one scene because I had read the manga, I got ahead of it, and so I had read one of the most epic battles. And uh, at one point, the main character rips the arm off of the guy he's fighting and throws it at him as a distraction. And he says, "Do you think just by ripping up my arm and throwing it at me, you'll get?" And then he surprises him with a, a hit from the side because he couldn't. He didn't know how fast he was, and he literally comes for me. In the anime, he throws a fucking brick of fucking like concrete at him instead of his arm. Like he cuts his arm off, but then tosses it aside. He doesn't throw the arm at him as a distraction. So that's it's like I kind of wish they would, could go back and fix some of those animation things, like just remaster the whole series with new animation in certain scenes that would be badass like actually animate those few frames that they need for that because like legit there's some people who just have their whole fucking center torso blasted out you can see their fucking guts you know hanging there but nope not in this one they're just like uh you know and there's a little little like a little splash of blood like this is this has been ridiculously bloody like fucking uh quentin tarantino bloody like, you know, like oh, yeah. uh, Kill Bill Volume 2 when she's going up against the crazy 88. And, they you know, you chop a limb off and it's just spraying blood. Or is that one? Yep. Was that one or two? Uh, no, it was the end of one. Okay. I was like, I should get where it splits those. That's right. It was uh, Oren she fights in two, right? Or am I just thinking uh, all about one? I think she fights Oren at the end of one. Oh, duh. That's how she gets from the crazy 88. So yeah, fu- yeah. fuck everything I just said. Either way, so but the point was Quentin Tarantino spraying blood kind of situations because there was one thing because it's a it's a fighting shonen so you know sword slashing and whatnot so slash with the sword wide zoom fountain of fucking blood after a second you know that kind of shit and it would have never been on TV back back ten years ago so it is what it is. Also caught up on Jujutsu Kaisen which is only getting better and fucking better. I don't know if you've you've probably heard Joe talk about it on Nerd Rage. Yes. Uh, and I haven't read the manga on that one at all, so I'm going in completely fresh. Dude, the fucking animation is so gorgeous. Like, you get engaged with these fucking characters and shit. Ugh. And then the way that that... I guess the season technically ended, which might be why I didn't get a new episode this weekend, or maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know. I've been kind of distracted for reasons. Um, <laughs> but fantastic. Also, anime. I've been I've been kind of just lacking on a few things and also a show that i have been anticipating for months is finally out but i can't watch it because it's on canadian fucking tv uh that's the show season two of shorzy has finally started but it's only available on crave tv which is basically their hulu um and it won't be out on proper hulu till the end of october yeah, I can't wait a fucking month to watch this fucking show, dude. Dude, like you, you probably don't know, but like I fucking love Shorzy. It's a spinoff of the of the show Letterkenny, which is a, Cana- a, a Canadian comedy. Um, but it's a it's a hockey show, so you know it's like I have very little vested interest in hockey, but go back to being a kid, love the Mighty Ducks, love any of those things around that. This is like an adult version of the Mighty Ducks in a way, like because it's silly, ridiculous adult humor, but with really good fucking hockey, like at the, in the same mix. And the first season's only six episodes, and I've rewatched it seven times. Like I just love it so fucking much. Like the acting is great, the comedy is fantastic, the music is fucking amazing. Nice. 
Um, so if you have Hulu, you can watch the first season. No problem. I, you don't have to watch Letterkenny mm-hmm. to watch Shorzy, but Shorzy's worth watching. Okay, so we had we had a minor tech glitch, but we're back. <laughs> Sans camera. Sorry, patrons, but it is what it is. Um, it happens sometimes. If we have any other issues, I can just, pick my nose. You can. You can. Well, I mean, you could have anyways. I wouldn't have faulted you. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Shorzy. Shorzy's amazing. I suggest it. I mean, it's a very quick watch. Third, you know, 27-minute episodes. Uh, and if you just if you're if you're remotely interested, I I say give it a watch. But I'm gonna try to figure out how to watch season two without waiting till the end of fucking October, because uh, I've been waiting a long fucking time for this. I mean, they have basically had to put the show on hold for two and a half years. So like, and they left it on a cliffhanger that needed to basically pick up within I don't know a week of where they left off. So like, it's it's gonna be weird because they had to bring all the actors back. And and they didn't even know if they were going to get a season two. There was no news on whether or not it was greenlit or anything. And then all of a sudden we get teasers and then a trailer. So, you know, it's like that's 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 the way to go about it. But like to leave a series on a cliffhanger, you know, it was a still it's still kind of complete in and of its own set, but it sets it up to keep going. Obviously, um, it's never going to be as big as Letterkenny, but I still argue it's a better show. Even though I love them both, you know, they're in the same universe and there's very small crossover. There's definitely actor crossover, which I find hilarious when they bring in actors from Letterkenny playing other people, which I guess actually the main, the main character is actually one of the main characters on Letterkenny. He just plays dual roles and he always did. So on Letterkenny, Shorzy, the character, you never saw his face like ever. Like, you'd see him uh, in the showers, or you'd see him working out, or you'd see him in his hockey gear, but you'd never see his face. And it wasn't, you never got to see his actual face until the first episode of Shorzy. And it's and he's the same character, or same actor, uh, um, Jared Kiso, who plays Wayne on Letterkenny. So it's, it's really funny. <clears throat> so, and they only have one real interaction in the entire show and that's right as Shorzy leaves Letterkenny so it's like you don't have to watch all that for the setup but you know it, it, it's not necessary but it's just a fun thing if you do no, yeah I get you so that's pretty much it uh, no new movies currently because um, I'm waiting to go go watch the new Exorcist movie so that hopefully you and I can review that and then also do the Pope's Exorcist for later yeah, it's actually what I've been trying to get set up all day is yeah. to um, go see the Exorcist Believer this mm-hmm. coming Friday. Okay, because I I didn't realize my weekend was actually well. I guess I'm not busy on Sunday now, so never mind. I probably can just see it Sunday. Hmm. Oh, that would work out because I can literally plan my whole day around that. Because the initial plan was to try to see it on Friday. And then I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to have time on Friday to see it. So I'll go Saturday. And so I was like, well, we're right now we're down to one car. I could use the work van, but I'm not going to. Not for that now. Yeah, I'm not messing around. Even though it's, it's only like probably like three minutes away. But still, it was like I'd rather not risk it. Um, so I was like, all right, well, I can't go Saturday. Friday's kind of pushing it and then i'm going i was supposed to go out to brunch uh with old friend aka day drinking uh on sunday excellent 
Excellent. They're like, well, I got to reschedule. I was like, well, you know, okay, that that's fine. Now, it just clicked in my head. I was like, oh, shit, I can go Sunday morning now to see this fucking movie instead. Dude, tell, um, tell me when. I'll try to get tickets for the same time. Um, yeah, they. I'm, I'm trying to look because I know um, my friend Teresa, she wanted to go also. and She mm-hmm. thought Friday. I was like, I don't know that. I don't know that Friday is going to be a viable ideal just because of when the when the showings are going to be at this one theater around the corner. Mm-hmm. So if it if I can get a four o'clock showing, then I'm in. I'm going. But if not, then I'm just going to do Sunday. I, I hopefully should know by tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. By all means, um, let me know. Let me let me just jump ahead on the date here and see. Oh, it's only, for some reason it's only letting me. Oh, it won't let me look that far ahead. Okay, that's why. It's showing the early release on Thursday right now for my local. Yeah, that's, but that's that's okay. What I'm getting for um, the one theater over here is just showing the Thursday release. Which if Sarah didn't have to work, I'd, I'd just go Thursday night. Wouldn't be an issue. <clears throat> uh, the original idea was to you know have my so you like horror host like the original host all go see the movie in some capacity and get back together mm-hmm. over the weekend record, but. Marilyn Phil is an in for it. So I was like, okay, well, and, and I don't want to half-ass it. You know, I don't want to have Sarah and Teresa and myself. Um, like, usually when it's Phil and I in that group, it's like we're the voice of reason. We're the ones that are actually <laughs> trying to, like, talk about what the fuck's going on, whereas Teresa's trying to be funny, and I have to remind her that women aren't funny. And then my wife, she's just not <laughs> very, like, she, she doesn't want to cut anyone off. So I'm like overly over sake. overly polite in the in yeah. the pod. You, like you're at a you're at a table with a bunch of lunatics. Just fucking jump jump in. in. And blend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same but, thing here. Actually, because that might be interesting. Because I could get Jessica in on it too, possibly if she's good. At least because um, she could just sit here with me. Yeah, I mean, in, worst in case scenario. For me, it's really just kind of go see it give my because th- I, I don't necessarily want to do a, a comparison to the original no um I, I just want to talk about what this movie is and what it adds to the lore moving forward because it is <clears throat> a uh, a reboot so it's you know a, a a continuation of the original from you know 50 years ago actually it yeah. came out the day after christmas in 1973 so mm. Now, um, quick question on that. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm misremembering, but isn't the movie Ouija basically a prequel to it? The original? No. Is it not? I thought it was. I thought it was tied to the same universe. It is not. Hmm. Because I, I think I watched an entire review where they were trying to explain. might have been on film theory or something where they were explaining how the movie Ouija basically leads to the exorcist because i think it takes place in us in this same city and like there's there's a i think there's a lot of ties to it maybe i'm wrong um i mean you know and that's the thing with a movie like this and then a movie like ouija it's like you can have the fan theories where it's like okay you know this makes sense that it connects like that like the movie life i think they're trying to uh, connected oh. to Spider-Man and Venom. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it makes sense in the fan theory kind of way, but it, it's just not so. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm trying to, but, I'll have to find that video and, and see where, 
at least the first one, because there were there were fucking sequels and shit to it. But there was there was something there the way it was. Ex- it, oh, maybe it was the origin of evil, not the original Ouija. Um, because hmm. that takes place in 1967. Okay, I see what you're saying. A prequel, origin of evil. Um, that directed by my. So that one, I actually did enjoy that one. Uh, Mike Flanagan. Mm-hmm. I did that. I like, one, Mike, which, I like Mike Flanagan. Anything that dude touches, I'm I'm there for it. Yeah. I'll um, I'll I'll look into that because I I know there was there was a thing where it kind of explained it how, like it, I mean it's not official by any means, but it was like it's there's a lot of coincidences, like and that's the thing. It's like um, when there's that many coincidences, it's like mm, we'll see. Wait, did well, he I mean, is he doing the believer? Who who's doing? No, no, no. Uh, David. The, uh, uh, David Gordon Green or okay. yeah, one of those um, guys, Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, that's why I always get his name fucked up. It's like <laughs> David Gordon Green or is it Justin Gordon? Le- like, who the fuck is this guy? Um, oh, okay, I see he, now. Yeah, David Gordon Green. At, you're correct. Um, Luigi Origin Evil, uh, 1967, Los Angeles. I mean. The Exorcist. It takes place in like DC or DC. something. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because yeah. I'll have to look at it. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily disqualify just because it's across the country. I mean, that, yeah. that's. But I am almost positive it's not interconnected, other than off as you know, with that being a classic film. Yeah. You know, it, it's very easy to you know take influence and tie links to it unofficially. So. Yeah. That's how I want like to look I it said, up too. He can do uh, he, like Mike Mike Flanagan can do whatever the fuck he wants, and I'll be like, "Yeah, it's good. It, it's perfect." I, like I have no issues with it. I forgot. How to, um, I'm trying to spell this damn word. Oh, I'm missing the U. That's why I'm missing it. Uh, but, but yeah, like we'll, we'll sort out that. Or is it um, too insidious? Maybe that's where my brain's going. Where's that? What's that? If it. Uh, Okay, it might have been connected because I watch a lot of these like found flicks uh, channel on YouTube. They do a lot of these things where they're connecting stuff together and theories. That might have been, it may not have been Exorcist, might have been into the Insidious uh, series instead. So that, I don't think that's the case either well officially well, like a, yeah not officially no by no means am i saying anything's official but it's i'm trying to figure it well, i'll figure it out but even like looking here it says uh he watched the classics and basically he took influence from the exorcist and watcher in the woods for uh this film i got you i got you or, or for uh for origin of evil so I mean, it, again, it makes sense that it would have some sort of uh, tie or connection, you know, just from a. a oh, a here it is. Here it is. It was it was film theorist. I was right the first time. So that's what it was. OK, so good. Good old Matt Pat over on film theorist. That's where I was right. He was trying to connect it to to the exorcist. So I'll rewatch that later and then figure out those connections. So I remember what, that was a long ass time ago. That was six years he, uh, yeah, he came up with that. But th- I think it was that does. I can't tell which one that is because they all the fucking 
either way. But no, that was just a weird thing because I never thought it was directly connected. But I remember watching this video going, huh. Like, he just connects a lot of dots that are like, hmm. Like, well, that's like, uh, it, it's like uh, Ninja Turtles and Daredevil. They're not yeah. literally connected, but they're connected by via you know fan connection of the creators correct you know yes. so so even if they never say it outright the creator might go hey look we're gonna just go ahead and tie these things together even though it's a different universe and all this other shit but we want you to connect the dots and <laughs> nudge nudge wink wink you know so either way sunday <laughs> sunday exorcisms we'll go well and then then the question is uh recording it you know when we uh, record it because well, either, either Monday my, or immediately after however it works out what my hope was was to drop it on Friday the 13th and then have another I was supposed to have another episode because so you like mm. horror drops every other uh, first every and Friday. third yep. uh, Friday of the month but I was like let's do something different because there's going to be no opportunity to ever have a Friday the 13th episode because that's always going to be the second Friday of the mm. month yeah so i'll myself so i was like maybe if i could like kind of get this done and then get the other episode ready but by the looks of it i'm probably not gonna have that second episode ready anyway so this will probably just be that <clears throat> october 20th episode uh sadly but e- either way i, I wanted this to be the october the other october episode mm-hmm. um so that way you know like the the podcast is a horror podcast so you know it's all horror but i feel like putting the exorcist in you know october just felt right yeah. i mean honestly what would be probably most right hold on let me look here at the calendars why does my phone move slow um what would be the most right would be to fucking do it in december Right around where the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, when it would have like, come out. Yeah, but th- by then you're you're not capitalizing on the movie coming out. Yeah, I mean you, you still because I mean again you still have again the fiftieth fifty year anniversary, so it kind of works in. But so why? Same time, why I don't want to wait that long. Why didn't they do it? Like that's weird. It's like the anniversary is literally right fucking there. Why wouldn't they just wait? I don't know. That that's the same question I have about. Uh, Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween in 07. Mm-hmm. Why not wait one more year so you can get the 30 year anniversary? That is weird. Yeah, why do why do 29? Yeah. Actually, so, no, what you do is you wait for the 31st anniversary. Uh, even better. That just makes I, I, more sense, actually. It's like, yeah. but he would have to hold it back for well, I guess wait, when did his second one come out then? Uh, 09. So that one was the 31st okay. anniversary. So, there you go. He at least he got it right. Slightly, <laughs> kind of. So, so. Well, he was supposed to have a third movie in that series. Oh yeah, and that's right. I think he had so much bash- backlash, he just said, "Fuck it, I don't want to do this anymore." It's a duology. And it sucks bitch. because I enjoyed the first one. I didn't care for the second one, but the second one I have a weird relationship with because I don't like it, but I do like it. It's it's one of those things where it's like. You catch me on the right day, and and I'm like, dude, I'm really liking this. It's got all the the Rob Zombie elements. It's got the right amount of gore. Um, the story just feels a little weird because it's like, well, what's going on? Is this all in her head? <clears throat> Is it really happening? And and that's what I kind of like about it, though. You don't really know. Yeah. So, um, 
but whatever. I mean, fans are going to be shitty. And like we said earlier, make the shit that you want to make. Don't worry about the fucking fans because at the end of the day, there are going to be so many people that are going to bitch and complain, but the real fans are going to be there for the ride with you. All right. Pause for a second. Cock suckers. Pause for a sec. Yep. Hello. Hello. Hmm? Hello. Ooh. Okay, good. All right. So, so I paused. I'm, I was trying to mute me so it wasn't coming across, but I paused the recording instead. And then I just unpaused it to talk about pausing it. Um, <laughs> so it is It is what it is. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I mean, that that was kind of it for anything I've got going. Oh, uh, hold on. I've I got a bunch of figures in. I've got videos coming out about all the figures and shit I just got in. Um, so check out the Shoki channel for the In the Kitchen with Shoki release. Oh, I do want to mention, I did get in my Cousin T's uh, world-famous buttermilk pancake mix and uh, syrup and uh, made pancakes with that. Uh, this past weekend, pretty good, but uh, I think like the recipe calls for like way too much liquid, so I'm gonna redo it with a, a bit less, a little bit less uh, milk in it, let them fluff up a bit. But they're pretty good fucking pancakes. Um, for those who don't know the story of Cousin T's, uh, is comedian Terrence Williams said, you know what? If they're taking all these uh, black faces off of products and stuff and renaming stuff like Uncle Ben's, Aunt Jemima's, all this, he said, fuck that. I'm going to put my black face on, on these products and put them out instead. So he basically came up with the idea for the for Cousin T's. You know, he put his literal face on, on the box and on everything else. So he's got a whole bunch of different pancakes mixes. I think he's even got waffle mix. He's got several different... He's got true maple syrup and then uh, non-high fructose corn syrup syrup, which that's what we've got. It's pretty fucking good, if I'm not going to lie. Because he's like, you know what? This is stupid. He's like, this is stupid. Why take all these people who've been on the boxes or on the bottles for so fucking long, take them all away in in, in this weird way? It's like, said, fuck it. I'm independent. I can do this. I'm not owned by some giant subsidiary of whatever. I don't have to follow any lines. It's like, he's like, I want to see black faces on products like this again, is what he said. And so he did it. So, you know, Representation matters. It does. That, that, that's what the argument is. And then when argument is representation matters, and then they say, but take these faces off the boxes or take these mascots away from teams. And it's like, well, what happened to representation? Yeah. And you know, we, we get all fucking turned around and fucking goofy. And and we talked about the that representation, at least with the teams, and didn't we share just the other day that they're being sued to put the, yeah. the Redskins back because of the, yeah. the actual guy is like, hey, no, 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 you're going to make this Redskins again because this was actually based off a person. It's like you're, you're ruining his legacy by taking this away. Fuck you. We want our Redskins back. And it's just like, bet. Fuck. It's like, can white people jump in on this lawsuit too? Like, cause or can anybody jump in on this fucking lawsuit? Cause this is ridiculous. You know, if, if yeah, I, in, in this area also just being in the, you know, DC area, you know, there, there are a lot of people who, and I feel like a big part of this, this alien day and the team and, and dropping their fanship was because of the owner. A lot of people hated Daniel Snyder as an owner. But also a lot of people are like, well, look, they're going to change that name. They're, you know, they're taking away, you know, history. They're taking away, you know, what, what I used to, you know, cheer for, what I used to go to. And, you know, that could be looked at however you want to look at it, whether it be, you know, well, you know, that that's, you know, the same argument as like ripping down statues. You know, that's my history. I, you know, it, it's 
however you make the argument, but what they're saying is like, look, man, this isn't the same team we used to follow growing up, blah, blah, blah. Now they're the commanders yeah. with the same color scheme. And, you know, a lot of people walked away, but once the owner left, he was forced to sell. Like they had their first opening day sellout. I don't know. in like what, eight years or something like that, roughly. So it, it's like, it's a weird thing here in this area when it comes to DC football, at least uh, Maryland football with the Baltimore Ravens. On the other hand, they won't shut the fuck up. They <laughs> fucking suck. I hate their fucking fans. I can't wait to fucking Detroit comes down here and fucking stumps a mud hole in their ass and walk it fucking dry. Fuck them. I personally yeah, don't care because it's football. Um, however, I do want to go ahead and say congratulations to the Houston Astros for winning the AL West championships last night. So good for them. Wasn't even paying attention Congrats to baseball. To the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. Go O's. Yeah. So it's like I, I don't follow baseball at all until the Astros make it somewhere good. <laughs> and then I'm like, hell yeah. It's like I'm not even a fair weather fan. I'm just like, are the Astros still going? Yep. Cool. Excellent. We're going to the yeah. World Series again? Probably. Hey, let's fuck it. I'll, I'll take it. That's how I feel with the Orioles. It's like I don't like the Ravens. It's not even I don't like the Ravens. I don't like the fans. But the, but the same people are Baltimore Orioles fans, and they're fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, let's cheer for the Orioles because the Orioles have been so bad for so long. And they, they actually fucking won the division. I was like, holy shit, you guys mm-hmm. did that? I guess I'm going to keep watching baseball now. Well, I wasn't watching it in the first place. But I'm going to watch it now because there's the playoffs. We've got a chance. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if there's any time to devote to watching something, it's like when you finally get to the playoffs or or when you get to the true championship. It's like, because especially with baseball, fuck watching all those games. It's like, Mm -hmm. watch watch the pairings that you want to watch, and that's it. It's like all these fucking people who literally live their lives – I mean, if you're a baseball fan, it is what it is. Of course, shout out to fucking Ricky, who can't be here because of baseball. Maybe that's why I'm fucking mad. Um it's like I'm just against baseball in general now because it's hurting my podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, no, I've always kind of been that way. It's like I'm not going to sit here and it's like I don't follow anything that religiously. Maybe that's just a fault of my own. Maybe I'm just too much of a, a jack of all trades. Like, oh, we're doing this. Okay, okay, and this is going good. Okay, so we've got baseball and football running concurrent. Okay, how many sports am I supposed to keep up with at any one time? You know, it's like, sorry, my brain does not have that much space to do that and watch every Star Wars show that's currently out at any given point and or care about Marvel, which, by the way, Loki Seasons 2 starts next week as well. And I'm excited about that because I fucking love Loki Season 1. Um, yep. And then also there was one other show. Oh, I forgot to mention, I've been watching, uh, I watched the first three episodes of uh, Gen V or Generation V, the boys spinoff. Yes, I started watching that. We started late Saturday, and Sarah, like, we had already watched some stuff. So she fell asleep. So I was like, I'm going to be fair and I'll wait for her. But looks fun. I called it an R rated Wednesday. Because <laughs> it's the same vibe as Wednesday, but it, yeah. in the boys' universe, not the Adams Family universe. I was like, it, it really does follow a very similar, very similar uh, ideal there. But uh, it I liked it. I love that it's like the same team doing everything. All the you get references to shit that happened in the universe. The characters are pretty good, you know, for even being like you know young adults, you know that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But uh, I I like how they roll. They they did something interesting, and you'll see as you watch this. It's not really a spoiler because it's fucking blatantly obvious when when it happens. They take 
teenage issues and make it superpowers. So our our main character, the only way she can use her powers, which is to control blood, is to cut herself to have access to her blood. So yes. so she has to cut herself a lot, you know. Uh, her secondary uh, friend or character, whatever you want to call it, uh, has to throw up to use her fucking power. So she basically has bulimia to a degree. She doesn't do it because she wants to be skinny. It's the only way her powers work. And then you have a very literal trans character whose power is to switch from male to female and each one has different specific abilities, which I think is actually kind of a cool fucking power, if I'm honest. Um, and then you have another one whose power is literally to be beautiful and influence people to do things. And then you have the guy who's literally the fucking head jock of everything and his name's fucking Golden Boy. It's like so his powers are like insanely powerful. He basically is the the human torch, you know? You see him in episode one. Yeah. Yep. And uh like it's literally like they made all of these fucking young adults their powers, all the shit teenagers and young adults go through. <laughs> it's like that's their fuck their superpowers are also their fucking normal weakness for regular people. And it's a it's a clever way to have brought that in, you know. Yeah, it, it, I, I think that's something that's important and uh, interesting to kind of, you know, th- those are like, you know, the the teenage issues things are things that shows try to steer away from because they're like well, we don't want to influence them and make them do it more. Yeah, but the boys are like, nah, just lean into it. Let it make it the point of the story. Yeah. It's like, but I like how all of them don't see it as their weakness. It's like, that's the funny yeah. part. Uh, because at some point, the, I don't, once again, minor spoilers, the, the character who is representing bulimia, you know, either gets too, gets too much attention one way or the other once it gets found out. But then she's trying to tell everybody, it's like, I don't have an eating disorder. This is just how my fucking powers work. It's like, it sucks that I have to fucking do this. But it is what it is. And it also doesn't help that she, she kind of is, you know, cute. Um, although, now thinking about it, she definitely reminds me of early seasons Chloe from fucking Smallville. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. can dig that. Yeah, so she's got a little bit of that Allison Mack in her, a little. Um, so, and that's that's a, the Lil Cricket character. <laughs> Which also sounds like a rapper. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I, I really enjoy it. I love more content from the boys. And apparently, according to social medias, Soldier Boy will be making an appearance of somewhere. So we get a little bit more Jensen Ackles dressed up oh, in, nice. in in the green in this episode somewhere. I don't know if it's going to be a flashback or whatever because this takes place post uh, Boy Season Three. So okay. uh, we know Soldier Boy is out there somewhere somehow. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm intrigued by this this thing they're doing. So I'm excited. Good new TV. That's what I fucking want. We've had like trash TV for a little bit, and like all the good shows are coming back in one way, shape, or form. And a lot of the trash shows are continuing. Unfortunately, Jessica picked up a new trash show, and I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. Of course, that's uh, what they do. Yeah. Um, and maybe I don't know. I don't know if Sarah has picked up on this or not. But New Amsterdam, 
Um, I don't believe she has. Don't let her. Um, don't let her. Uh, well, so what ends up happening is when I record on Friday nights, she ends up watching something goofy before passing out anyway. Yeah. So for me, it's like, hey, I, and you know, I, I don't. She doesn't talk to me about the shows because she knows I'm going to check out immediately, just like she checks out when I talk about jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of a you know. It's how we how we stayed together for twenty three years. Yeah, we just ignore each other. Yeah, yeah. And the the big problem is is like because Jessica will do the same. I'm in here streaming, recording, doing whatever, and so she'll be watching whatever. So and she's a she's one of these people who likes Grey's Anatomy and all things mm-hmm. around it, which is means she has no taste. Um, <laughs> uh, and this show is a lighter version. Of Grey's, um, oh yeah, and, and she'll definitely not watch it. Yeah, so I, 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 and I told her flat out, I was like, "This is just Grey's Anatomy all over again." It's like, no, because not everybody's sleeping with everybody else, and then people start sleeping together, and I'm like, ah, uh, and it's like, no, that's only like one or two of them, and then more, it starts happening more, and more. It's like ah, well, that's uh-huh. how it starts though. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and it's like okay, so where where's the blatantly gay gay character or the one who's hiding it? Okay, so where's the inc- incredibly flawed uh, main character? Oh, there he is, right there. Okay, and like they have also the the problem I hate with it is that the main character he's a bit fucked up because it starts out with him literally finding out he's got fucking final stage cancer. Like that's how the show starts. I was like, did we miss se- three seasons of this fucking show? What the fuck happened? No, that's literally how it starts. Um, you get embedded immediately in what feels like the fourth season of a show. It's fucking weird. And then from there, struggles, blah, 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 hospital shit. But then he somehow takes every possible side when it comes to every social justice issue. Like, And he makes it the hospital's problem. Like, just watched an episode last night where he wanted to, because it's called New Amsterdam, which is in New York. Of course, it was named that by the Dutch who came here and pushed all the Native Americans off the land. So they've got a Native American teacher who is deathly ill, and she doesn't want treatment from the hospital because of the name, because the the, the white men stole this from me, all this and stuff like that. And he's like, okay, fine. We'll change the name of the hospital. So he literally goes to the fucking board and say, hey, the name of the hospital is racist, so we've got to change it. And then when he says, okay, we're changing it, and she goes in there and says, well, that's not fucking good enough. It's like, because you don't have any staff on board or anything that's like this. And then he's immediately like, okay, how do I fix this? It's like, he's, he's whatever fucking breeze blows through on whatever fucking issue. Like, they're into COVID now, too. So they're in the COVID era. And it's like every possible thing on there, pro-vax, anti-vax, uh, the Asian hysteria, all that kind of shit, all happening. And he fucking sides with every side as it blows through. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I was like, this is a terribly written character. <laughs> it's like, oh, I hate it. I hate it, it. It definitely is something I know Sarah won't go near. And Oh, thank God. Just based off of everything that I'm hearing, I was like, you know what? I won't even accidentally stumble into it. Yeah, don't do that. So, and 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 the the main character, I forgot, I don't know the actor's name, but the character's name is Max. He looks like a combination of Elijah Wood, Edward Norton, and Matthew Fox. Like, and he does all his acting with his eyes. 
and he's got huge goddamn eyes. And I was just like, uh-uh. I was like, no. I'm done with this guy. He's, fu he's, he's fucking useless. I was like, if this was real, his ass would have been fired after the first insane decision. He, he decided to go ahead and create his own insurance, like, in-hospital insurance idea. And so I was like, okay, well, the, all these poor people can't have health insurance. We're just going to give them insurance, and it's going to be based off the hospital. Go out and hand out these 5,000 fucking insurance cards that I just printed out. It's like, why the fuck did the board even allow him to go this far? What is happening? It's like, then he tries to cancel his fucking, uh, the, the contract with the company that makes all the opioids that, that the hospitals use. So he tries to take a stance against the opioid crisis because they were losing people that died of opioid overdose. And then he realizes he can't beat big pharma. So he gives in. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this show? It's like, this is fucking stupid. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate Grey's Anatomy worse, but this show is fucking dumb. Grey's Anatomy is I, fucking trash. I've not ever watched Grey's Anatomy. Don't. But by the sounds of this, I just feel like, you know what? This is... What the fuck are they... Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I don't care. Yeah. Why, why, why am I even thinking about but, it? Uh, and I shouldn't care, but it's on my TV when I'm trying to do things. It's like, so my, my option is watch something on my own and barely catch anything that's going on have her regurgitate to me the shit she just watched or go do other work in the other room and avoid my wife entirely which is what i used to do but then she used to get mad at me for basically spending no time with her so it's like there's there's a fine line to be drawn there remember that meme i sent you the other day she she yeah. want, wants you to listen but also wants you to talk wants you to be nowhere near her but also be there to talk to her that's literally the situation here but there's a stupid ass medical drama mixed in Amazing. I'm done with it. I'm fucking done with everything. I just want to play with my toys and talk to my friends who've also played with toys. That's what I want to fucking do. And I want to watch Shorzy, goddamn Canadian TV. I mean, so angry. I, I think that's that's you know all of us, all of us. Yeah. Speaking of that, you go now. <laughs> I've talked a lot. You go now. Um. Well, fuck. I don't know. What have I been doing? I watched uh, Talk to Me, which is a A24 studio horror movie. Came mm -hmm. out over the summer, I think in July. So we uh, got it on digital here at the house and we watched it. Because most things horror, I'm going to, you know, wait for it to hit streaming like Shudder or Peacock or whatever the fuck. But this was one that was like, look, I don't know where it's going to land and I, I don't feel like waiting. I just want to kind of jump in and and then watch it because i've heard a lot of good things mm -hmm. the only one person i heard say something negative is one of those people who say well i'm not scared of scary movies it's like yeah, i don't it, it's not so much about the scare it's it's really about is it a good movie that that's all i'm looking for like most of them don't scare me either but you know what i'm still there for the entertainment so basically the movie kind of revolves around um a group of, I guess you could say, maybe uh, early, you know, college students. Yeah, 20-somethings. Uh, maybe, maybe high schoolers. I, I I can't get a gauge. I know there, there are younger brothers involved at some point, like that are 14 or 15. But the uh, main characters are, you know, a couple years older. So I'm going to say about 18, roughly. Um, and And it opens up where... Uh, one of the guys is like, okay, you know, they're at a party and they have this hand 
and if you hold hands with like a handshake, you say "talk to me." It's supposed to connect you to, uh, spirit. I guess, the the dead. Sure. Um, so you know, and it you know kind of open up, and it shows you know just that one guy, you know, he says "talk to me," and then after that, you know, like okay, now you have to say "let me in." Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. And nope, then nope. they that. basically start talking through them as the vessel. Yep. Now, the way that the game is played, because there's a bunch of people who are stupid, they're like, okay, you know, we give you, uh, what, 90, is it 90 seconds? They, they give you X amount of time under. And then they have to uh, disconnect you from it. So you can already see that it's a bunch of fuckery going on that shouldn't be happening because, you know, it, it's a horror movie. Yeah. Like, the correct answer is always no. So, um, you know, you get the opening scene, you see that happening, and you get kind of the gist of the movie from that point. Uh, so, you know, you jump forward and you get our main character whose mother has passed away. Uh, I'm not sure the time frame in itself of how long it's been since mom passed, but, you know, the girl's been going through it um, for, quite, for quite some time. Obviously, she lost her mom. Yeah. Uh, so and, and you know then there's boyfriends and girlfriends and all this stuff. I think there's ex boyfriend in, involved in some bullshit there. So you get to a point where you know she's kind of an introvert. She doesn't really go out, obviously, because of the depression. But she decides, hey, I want to go out this night. So she goes with the friends, and at the party they have the hand there to play, talk to me. Mm. So you know they strap her into the chair and she does it. And she sees a figure and then, you know, she does the whole let me in. It it hits her pretty hard. So she's like, holy shit. Like to the point where we don't know if this is happening with other characters, but we know it's happening with her where she's still kind of seeing stuff after the fact. And she starts seeing her mom um, and like reflections and things like that. And her mom's basically saying, look, maybe my death wasn't a suicide. Maybe there was more to it. Um, I don't want to spoil it and give too much away because there's some fuckery with all of that. Mm. But at the end of it all, you kind of think it's kind of wrapped up around her in in terms of like this hand. But it actually gets, you know, uh, some other characters. Because the one thing I was asking as we're watching this, you know, the guys who are hosting the party is like, well, have these fucking guys done it? And, you know, they have like kind of a montage where they're all everybody at the party's doing it. Mm-hmm. They're all having, like it's almost like a drug to them. Yeah. You know, they're, they're getting high off of this. Um, uh, at the end of it, when you get your big twist at the uh, like around about close to the end, it, it paid off. I felt like I enjoyed it. Um, it was one of those movies where, you know, we finished watching. I was like, wow. OK. And then the next day, like midday on Sunday, I was like. And I look at uh, Sarah and I go, you know, I'm not okay. <laughs> like that movie actually fucking kind of hit me in some ways, and and I'm I'm just not sure how to feel about it right now. But I'm not okay. I like the movie, but I'm not okay. I, I've got I've got unresolved issues. But um, I watched that. I enjoyed it. I'll probably watch it again tomorrow. Um, just. You know, because I think I do want to do an episode on. I want to talk about it. I just gotta get someone that that's watched it and and 
sit down and like let's talk about this because it is a fun movie um we you know over here due to Colompton beer club so i don't want to go too much into that but we recorded that and uh we do a lot of football talk so we talked about the nfl just being fans but one of the big weird things that's going on in the nfl is the tight end for the kansas city chiefs he's dating taylor swift yep that was a huge thing over the weekend yeah, well, well, even the weekend before, yeah, because when she first popped up at a game, I think merchandise sales went up four hundred percent. Okay, yeah, they're on top of that. They're like, bring her back every week, please. Yeah, th- yeah. So the big deal was they were playing the New York Jets this weekend in New York. So yeah. uh, the ticket prices fucking went up forty three percent. Merchandise again went crazy, and I think I, I just saw a report. Uh, someone had to be uh, there was a flight maybe they had to kick someone off the flight because he took a shot every time they showed Taylor Swift on the TV or some bullshit I don't know oh no so yeah it didn't go well for him Um, you know you know we we got to talking about that a little bit and just like the the power of Taylor Swift I don't know shit about Taylor Swift and and it's not because I'm old or like I don't care it's just well it is because I don't care I, I don't you know I remember Taylor Swift like years ago, like when she first hit the scene. I was like, "Oh, look at that cutesy little kid." Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was this fucking megastar. I had no clue. Oh yeah. Until this like last weekend, when I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I thought she just dated a bunch dude. of celebrities and wrote songs about them. She, she's she's like, dude. She's managed to stay relevant. I think for fucking god shit twenty years now almost. Jesus fucking. How Christ. long? How long is she? She's been around since I was in college, as far as I know. Um, yeah, I remember her like I want to say like mid 2000s, but you know, like, yeah, yeah, let me see when her first so, album came out. Yeah, that that's what I was just looking up. Like, when she dropped her first album, oh, six, um, almost okay, tw- almost so. 20 fucking years. That's nuts. I didn't realize she was 33. Okay, that, I mean, that all makes yeah. sense now. Yeah, and she, but, she's getting more and more attractive. I mean, she's tall and lanky, so it's already difficult, but she works it. Yeah, it, it, it's a weird thing to me because, like, I, I love me a giant. I love me a tall woman. I think she's 5'11". Yeah, but she's um, skinny. But, like, if she yeah, was if she it, was a, th- a thicker girl, not we're not talking Lizzo beautiful, but if she was... No, no, no. Yeah. You know, you know, I don't, you know, did some squats here and there. Wouldn't kill her. Yeah. Um, she's you know, she's, in, she's making it better. Well, the funny thing is, I think, whether because she was still very young with the first album, like, I think she's mm-hmm. literally grown... <laughs> like it's like it's like this was funny because you go look like go back to the old days like literally look at her first few music videos and she just looks like a young pretty girl and then mm-hmm. like you start seeing her like within a couple of years and she's just like holy fuck beanpole like jesus like okay then like she's still she's a track she has she went for that uh she went for like the not homely but like just normal girl look there for a little bit like she's just like yeah eh, i'm gonna take it back you know after i've dated all these other mega stars and it's all become a huge giant clusterfuck because it has become cliche for her to date other famous musicians or whatever yes. and then break up with them and then write write songs about them but i mean everybody fucking does that um yeah but, uh, it, but it, i mean it's a meme it's now. no shock but she yeah, still it, puts out fucking is it's like i mean not for me but you know she still puts out fucking mega hits like all the goddamn time so i wonder with that though too and i think about this with tons of artists 
you know, when, when we're like, you know, they're putting out big hits. I mean, there's also a fan base and sometimes the fan base will stick with you, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. You know, 100%. And, she, and, and, and that's the thing I, I don't like, you know, we we're kind of joking about because it's like, I don't know any of her songs. And so I think I was like, well, no, I do know a couple songs, at least, you know, in past, like shake it off. There's this one song fucking stuck in my head. Now maybe it's called trouble. Yeah. Um, Cause that's all I can hear is like trouble, trouble, trouble. In my head. Yep, yep, yep. So, exactly. Okay, so that is dude. The song. fucking cat, that- dude. She knows how to write music. Video. She knows how to fucking write music, dude. Like, and she, yeah. she is. And this is the thing. It might not be good, but it's catchy and it gets stuck in your fucking head. The same thing as. But she's yes. managed to ride all the modern waves. Like she re- she reinvented herself as a fucking rapper for about five minutes, like just to just to be a little bit relevant and bring in more more of the rap and hip hop uh, flavor there for a minute. So she actually did. I think she actually worked with Fiddy for, for a, a thing. Um, I and, and believe she, I remember that. Yeah. And she's got like, she's got connections throughout the fucking music industry now, especially after having to sue to get all her fucking shit. Like, because yeah. her original manager was uh, whichever fucking dickhead that was. I don't know. That wasn't Dr. Luke. That was, or maybe it was. Might've been, he was one of those huge ones and he had a pension for, young females and there was the whole me too situation not only that but had to sue to get all her own fucking music and then started her own shit after that you know yeah well and she's doing it uh you know like you said reinventing herself and and keeping herself relevant you know and i think back you know to at least for me back in the 90s and, and even kind of the 80s with madonna in the 80s and mariah carey in the 90s they always did stuff you know they kept their finger on the pulse yeah you know they knew what was going on they knew how to ride a wave i mean especially madonna i mean you know she she always kept herself relevant you know you got to a point when madonna was like okay relax it's time to just move over and even with mariah i mean she knew like look attach attach yourself to you know an up-and-coming hip-hop artist you know there's so many of her songs where there's a remix where you know she would have you know jay-z on where jay-z wasn't like young jay-z he was kind of in that he he had a voice now but yeah. he wasn't megastar Jay-Z just yet. Yeah. You know, she, she collabed with Bone Thug, you know, old dirty in the beginning. So mm-hmm. it was like she always found someone, uh, Neo later on. Uh it, it was always someone that she kept herself connected to and you know that kept her in in you know relevance for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. And Taylor, you know, she no different. You know, she's keeping herself relevant one way or the other. And it's yeah. like, wow, okay, you know, kudos to her, you know, yeah. not not hating on it, I just didn't know she was and like that. I, I think that she didn't do anything with Fiddy. It was that uh, there was some connection there with with the uh, the industry and how it all kind of went to shit all at the same time with around the the producer and whatever management. Yeah. But she did the song with uh, with uh, T Pain called Thug, okay. Thug Story, and that's where she was T Swizzle for for that one. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking. I mean, uh, T Pain's worked with fucking everybody. Let's be honest here. It's like his true. his auto tuned yeah. ass is everywhere. Well, you know, I mean, you know, again, it's like, and that's not a complaint. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it, it was something that was statement. working, and yeah. everybody was like, "I want a piece of it." So, yeah. you know, and and he eat and he had the ingredient that they needed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, we did a little bit of talking about. Um, actually we did a lot of talking about that <laughs> now that I think about it. Uh, but it, it was just, again, to me, mind blowing because I was like, holy shit. I didn't know that this chick was like this powerful. 
that that you know she shows up to a football you know she ends up dating one of the uh players and the fucking merchandise fucking skyrockets like jesus she's got a uh, movie she's got a tour movie out too yeah every time i i'm uh for work i go by the mall and there's a little movie theater in there i always see the the um advertiser i guess for on the 13th it comes out yep and i was like and that's our thing i was like that's interesting who like who like is that a thing i was almost tempted to buy a ticket to see like mm-hmm. let me see what this is but i'm not no i'm not doing that not on friday the 13th man it would be my luck on friday the 13th i get my ass beat by a bunch of swifties no, no 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 you're gonna become that. a swifty even worse i'd rather just take the ass whipping I mean, at least I can say I went down fighting. Like if, if I became a Swifty, it's like you just gave up and, and joined them, and it's like fuck, I did. I think I think there's a lot there's a lot of closet Swifty, famous closet Swifties out there. I don't know. I'm curious now. I think I think uh, this week I might fuck around and while I'm driving, just put on some Taylor Swift and see what it's about. I know it's gonna be short lived because I tried that with Lady Gaga, and I don't hate Lady Gaga by any means. I, yeah. I, I enjoy her music, but I you know, kind of put it on shelf. And I was like, eh, I'm okay. Yep. Like, I, I don't need to dive into this. Like, like I thought I did. I love her as an actress yeah. and, and I do enjoy some of her music, but Oh God, God. Sorry. I'm still thinking, I'm still thinking Taylor. I was like actress. I was like, is she, I guess yeah, technically a couple, oh, no. couple credits probably, but, <laughs> but, um, but I, I'm, I might fuck around this week and just dive in for a second. Uh, like, Hmm. Let's see what these waters are like. And no, I'm jump right out the pool. I'm waiting for the Bobby Boogie Bop on Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, could yeah. you imagine? Could you imagine Bobby having to listen to like 12 Taylor Swift albums to have to talk about it? I would pay to watch him. Where's where's actually yeah? Where's where's that level of the Patreon where you get to tell him what he's got, what he's got to review? That's yeah, what, that's what he's lacking. That's what he's lacking. I'm like, I will jump in on that, but I mean, it's also probably like also, but the video has to be there to watch the suffering. It's like, oh yeah, we no, need no, we I need video. Watch him listening yeah. to all of the Taylor Swift catalog. Yeah, and I want I'm gonna pay close attention <laughs> to see if he starts right. bopping to it. If I see it, oh my god! There's, I guarantee. There's in the modern stuff. There's probably some bopping. I would guess. I want, look, man, I like that albums. fucking trouble song is stuck in my head right now. Dude, you like, said it, you know and it's stuck in my fucking head, and I hate you now. Yeah, it's been in my head all day, and I'm, I'm like, why is it? I haven't even heard that song in years. Damn. And, and now I'm trying to figure. I was like, so why it's stuck? Okay, so she's got ten studio albums, four live albums, five EPs, four re-recordings, twenty-three compilations, and one box set. Taylor, get to it, Bobby. Lie. Get to it, Bobby. Apparently the the rumors of her being Dazzler and Deadpool three have heated up again. Cause Ryan Reynolds was at the game also. Well, of course, last night. of course there was a lot of celebrities there. Like if you saw all the people who were in the box up there, there was a few not and just yeah. around, but I mean like it, that's always a thing like, Hey, look at all the celebrities who are here. But I mean like it, it honestly, if she is Dazzler, I wouldn't hate it. I mean like, yeah, yep. she, she fits. I also I'm still super excited for Deadpool three. Like the more I hear about it, the more excited I get. Like I know some people are like, "Well, Marvel's gonna fucking ruin it." It's like, shut the fuck up. It's like if they fuck it up, it's your fault. I'm excited on the they're not gonna fuck it up train. I'm on the they're gonna give us everything we fucking want train. Well, that's the thing. It's like 
I would be excited, but much like the Baltimore Ravens, the fans are making me not like the thing because it's like no matter what they do, there's going to be complaints. And it's like, just let it... Well, even when they made the first Deadpool, which I loved, it's like I hated it because there's this whole wave of new bro fans that jumped in and was like, see, I've always been a Deadpool fan. It's like, eat a dick, but, you haven't. But see, I don't... I literally have never cared about that. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm a Fairweather Deadpool fan, but, like, I experienced him prior to the movie. But that was, like, my... That was, like, much like with everybody else, that was my in for the Deadpool character. And it's like, and I love this Deadpool. It's like, I love the first one. I really love the second one. Um, especially the uncut version, which is fucking great. Um, but I never did watch the the PG version that they made. I thought that the, the did you ever see that the PG cut, which is fucking hilarious. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, Maybe I did. Maybe I just they, shut it out for the they they made a joke version. It was the PG version, and they like cut most of the fucking movie. And then that's the one that has the you've probably seen the scene where he's like tucking Fred Savage into bed or something. Yes, yeah. So that's from the PG version. So that's that's where that came from. So, but. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm excited for Deadpool 3. I hate that it's yeah, stuck. Same. It's stuck right now due to the fucking strikes, which partially ended. One of them ended, apparently. Yeah, or at ended. least or at least they came to an agreement. But then since, you know, we got the other strikes, we got... The, it's like, it, it's just down the line. And, and don't get me wrong, like the fucking... Uh, and I even said this weeks ago, talking to Ricky about it. It's like all these fucking... Uh, that's the word I'm looking for. Like all the CG studios, all that shit, the, the effects studio, special effects. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, they started to fucking uh, strike too. It's like, especially against Marvel slash Disney. It's like, yeah, you fucking should. It's like, they're ruining you. It's like, you're not getting paid enough for, for the work you're doing. They're giving you insane timetables. You're having to kill yourself. Some studios have gone out of business because of this shit. Is like because it got ran into the ground by the demand and they couldn't make enough money because they were stuck with one studio fucking trying to foot the bill and, and only paying them, you know, whatever. So it's like, I'm on board for getting treated better, especially in that industry that has gotten so insane in the last 10 years. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's about time. Yeah, that is an about time situation. And like, I don't get on a lot of soapboxes, but that's one I'm on board because uh, like actors, it, it, some of them don't get paid enough. Some of them do, you know, some of them get paid. It, it's fucking, it's, it's, it's just like sports, like quarterbacks, probably going to be the highest paid person on the team. Right. You know, in, yeah. in general, but you've got all these other people out here who really make the fucking ball move down the field in a very important way. But the quarterback who gets all the fucking money so at the quarterback well i guess realistically it's the fucking league that makes all the fucking money you know it's like even though they're you know multi-millionaires on the field it's like it doesn't even compare to the fucking you know team owners and the fucking t thing itself so the industry is the real winner but that's basically yeah. what it comes down to here too you know uh but yeah i mean it, it's like i i think uh an, an example that i could kind of speak a little bit more to with the actors uh not all actors getting paid enough and then there are those that are getting paid crazy amounts is like in the fight game you know you have a lot of that with specifically the ufc where yeah. 
you have a fighter like Conor McGregor, he's allowed to go out and fight Floyd Mayweather. He gets $100 million. Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. he's got fuck you money for the rest of his life. He doesn't have to do fucking anything else. You know, whereas you have, uh, you know, one fighter, he had to take a fight short notice because he just was out of money. I, I don't know how the contracts are structured now, but it used to be you could have sponsors on your, you know, trunks and have a banner. You get all the sponsor money, and a lot of guys were making like, you know, six figures. Yeah. And it, then it's NASCAR, you know, but they, without the yeah, car. Yeah. yeah. And then they canceled that out because the UFC signed a deal with Reebok mm. and they had like kind of a fight here where if you've been there this long, you get. Uh, four thousand to show, four thousand to win, you know, and then you, you know, you get like X amount for your Reebok uh, deal as well for the year, not per fight, but for the year. So it's like maybe ten thousand for the year, and then, um, you know, if you've been there longer, you might get maybe, you know, f- f- like sixteen thousand, you know, to show six sixteen thousand to win, um, and people were starting to get kind of fed up because it was like there was that tier there, but then behind the scenes, there were certain fighters that were getting pay-per-view money. There were fighters that were allowed to get sponsorship deals. And then you still had a lot of fighters underneath that were like, dude, I can barely pay my, my team. You know, I can barely pay my coaches, my gym fees, shit like that. And I look at that with like actors, you have a lot of actors that are, you know, they're rolling in the dough. And then you have others that are like, not even necessarily just like young up and coming actors. It was like they're actors that have been around for a while that are still like kind of like that lower tier where it's like, eh, you know, you, you'll make some money, but you're not on the the Hugh Jackman or the Rock level of making money. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, I, I can't speak, you know, necessarily, you know, just not being an exec or anything. And I don't know who should make what. You know, because there is the thing of like, well, these people are doing these projects or they're working with this studio or whatever. And that's when now you come to the studios like Disney who are paying crazy amounts of money for one thing, but then they're skimping on other things that are really the things that are making the ship run. Exactly. Because like going back to that sports analogy, yes, the quarterback's getting paid a fuck ton of money. But if you don't have a good left tackle for a good right-handed quarterback, that quarterback is getting blasted every time off his blind side. Yeah. So you better fucking pay the left tackle. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, fucking, you know, all your O line basically. It's like yeah, yeah. Pay it's like, all of them. It's like all those motherfuckers need to get paid because they're doing all the work. Now kickers, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck. They like they really could just get rid of that position at this point. Yeah, it's it's kind of yeah. pointless. Um, like why do we have it? Go yeah. away. It's like you're just gonna kick it to the fucking end zone anyways, or you're gonna be yeah. like that uh, female college kicker the other day that basically went like 25 <laughs> yards. They're like, yeah, all this build up and then like 25 yards. Like, uh, look, she got called in because their shit got hurt. Fuck it, you know, let her do her thing. It is what it is. Fuck it. She she tried. She tried, and that's more than most of you motherfuckers out there did. Like, I know. A lot of teams, even if your your starting kicker gets hurt, there is another player on the team who can kick, such as your punter. Yeah. Um, it's weird that they didn't have that for a college team, but whatever. I, I don't know. Look, she tried. Look, she tr- she tried. It wasn't. It was. It was. It was the best she could do in the moment. She might kick the fuck out of it next week. Who knows? You know. Yeah. It's like she might she might do a seventy five yarder next week for all we fucking know. I mean, for all we know, it could have been, you know, nerves because 
I don't think they just randomly grabbed the girl and said, "Hey, come be a kicker." Yeah, it's like no, I think she know, was but, a kicker on her female team, wherever yeah. that was. But also, it could just be that it should have been laces out. Yeah, duh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like going all the way back to good old Ray. You miss a fucking kick uh, for the Dolphins. Um, <laughs> Lee, Lee. for anybody, five points for anybody who gets the reference in the comments. Don't tell them. Like don't I don't want to. Like I want to say, but don't tell I, them. I just, don't tell them. Let's just see if they get the reference. Yeah. Um, but but the thing is, it's like, you know, when you're dealing with lots of money like that, and you're dealing with, you know, paying it out to whoever. It's like, there's this game of like, who deserves what more? And it's like, well, I don't know. Yeah. Because again, if you don't have your O line, your quarterback isn't protected. But if you don't have your quarterback, you don't have your field general. And, you know, what about the running backs that, you know, there are a lot of running backs that do a whole hell of a lot more than the quarterback. The quarterback is there to run the offense, but that running back is the one taking all the hits going up the middle. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just this, this big thing of like, you know, how do you figure out who deserves what, you know, and then when you, you know, kind of connect this back to, you know, your actors, it's like, well, you know, you got Colin Hanks. It's like, well, how much is that guy getting paid? I don't know. Should he get paid more? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he does. Yeah. Um, but well, you know, you I'm know, sure. I, I think a, a, another another because you can you can even bring this back to to football analogy. It, it's it's not just on the field situation, but if you look at it closer to way the uh, the NCAA football things. The NCAA makes hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars off their fucking players every year, like the fucking mm-hmm. studios do. But, of course, you know, they've been struggling for years to try to actually get paid, like trying to own their own names, their own likenesses, because they get sold out to EA for all the fucking games and they get their names thrown on all the fucking merch and they don't get fuck all. And like some of them can have or at least they used to have sponsored deals or whatever they would do, you know, Nike, whoever the fuck. And like, but then even the NCAA would take some of that money. It's like, uh, no. It's like I'm here. I'm doing the job. I deserve to get paid for the fucking job. I think it's it's a a closer analogy to what's going on in the movies. In a way, like I'm doing the job. I'm getting this pittance in comparison to the overall earnings of something. So like, you get a you get a 1.2 billion dollar Marvel movie. That money is not even remotely filtering down to the people who made the movie. Like, of course. They got, they got paid, however they got paid. I mean, sure, Robert Downey Jr. costs a fuckload of money. Some would say he's earned it. But, you know, uh, a third-tier background character of a fucking Guardians movie. Well, actually, I can't even say that because that could actually be a big-name actor in fucking uh, disguise with a Guardians yeah. movie because everybody loves James Gunn at that point. But, like, it's just the idea that, like, pay people, like you said, determine the worth, but pay them to where they feel like they got something out of this fucking billion-dollar thing that they were a part of. It's like, yes, you know, especially if studios are just going to waste the fucking money anyways, which is kind of how it's become now. Now we're making $300, or $300, $300 million failures, you know? Yeah, yep. And so now it's it's time for them to get bit in the ass. It's like so the strikes are the strikes are happening the same time all these mega million uh, movies are fucking falling apart. They can't get sales. It's like I think we got past the post COVID rush to the movies, and mm-hmm. now it's like eh, I don't have to fucking see that in the theater. And they're like, 
no, but we need you to. And like, nah, fuck it. I'll watch it when it comes to streaming. But you're going to pay full price, right? Yeah. Sure. Or I'll go visit the bay, one or the other. Um, <sighs> well, and I look at a lot of that, too. It's like a lot of things have kind of fallen under this uh, thing of like the old ways. Mm. You know, you know, bringing up COVID in the movie theaters, it's like, well, you know, a big part of like, you know, what the movie's bringing in, obviously, is from it going to the theaters. Um, you know, the main part of it, really, you know, you got your stuff after the fact and then merchandise, but, you know, it going to the theaters. Now, when you take away the theaters, you know, there becomes this big question of like, okay, we pay, you know, a hundred million to make this movie, but it's not going to the theater. So we're not going to make a bunch of money back off of it, especially from the theater. You know, you know, how do we, how do we rectify this? I mean, and part of the solution was, okay, we'll make the movies available for purchase or rental at home for what, $25 a pop. Yeah. Which, you know, for me, I was like, that's for me personally, I loved it because I want to fucking go to the theater anyway. Yeah. But I could watch it at home. And I'll pay $25 to be able to watch it at home. Whereas if I went to the theater, I'm probably paying about $25 anyway after all is said and done. Per, if for, per person. Yes. That's the other thing. Per person. If, if you're taking the Correct. wife and maybe the kid, you know, depending on movie. Yeah. But like for, for us, shit. yeah, exactly. So like. <laughs> Exactly. So, like, for us, dude, because we make a, a date of it, so we're eating dinner there, you know, because they do the full-service mm-hmm. fucking thing. Dude, it, it's going to be, after tickets and everything and food, it's like 75 fucking dollars by the time we're done with a movie. It's like, I could order a fucking pizza at the house and rent this bitch for 15 bucks, and I'm good to go. You know? Yeah. And, and we were happy to do that. But the thing is, that industry now, that used to rely on all the other stuff, it's like, well, now you got to figure out a way to evolve. You know, figure out a way to evolve because you're making these hundred million dollar movies, and you know, Black Widow, for example, mm-hmm. you know, was one that was expected to go to the theater, but then COVID hit, and they were still kind of talking about putting it in the theater. Then they said, "No, we're just going to put it out on Disney Plus." Not even really to make you, I did, yeah, I think they initially made you buy it, and then eventually, oh it yeah, 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 free shortly after. But that that was the big lawsuit with Scarlett Johansson, you know, against Disney for all of that. And uh, Christopher Nolan had his beef with uh, Warner Brothers, you know, with releasing, uh, was it Tenant? Uh, straight to HBO. And, and it was just... Oh, yeah, they did do things. that, didn't they? You know, yeah, HBO I yeah. Mean, was, was the worst of it because they dropped it. And, and that was kind of their, their base for, like, getting people to come to HBO, um, you know, the streaming joint, because, hey, we're going to have all these theater movies available for stream for free. I mean, that's why I signed up. Yeah, you know, and and you brought up a good point because that was the whole point of the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit, is that because it basically essentially went to streaming for basically free, she wasn't going to get enough of the contract. Like yes. she's promised a certain percentage of, of sales past a point, right? I think it's how it was. I think it's like of the first like I don't know. Hundred thousand million, whatever the sales might be, yeah. you get that tiny percentage. But if you never hit that percentage, then you don't get that. So I think that's what happened there. If you know, or maybe it's oversimplified, but to a degree, it feels like they do get a a cut. Maybe it's just how they get their contracts worded, you know. And mm-hmm. and with like you said, with Nolan and everybody else, basically they got screwed by sending this shit straight to 
straight to streaming i mean even if they were still mega hits in in the pop culture they weren't because there was no box office but what else do you do with a fucking 200,000 damn it i keep saying it 200 million dollar movie that you've just got sitting there i mean it's not fucking batgirl you know that 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 fucking thing that and i'm glad warner brothers got smart on that one I'm glad Warner Brothers saw the error of their ways, saw which way their wind was being blown, and said, "Yeah, we're already like 90 million deep on this. Fuck it, we'll just trash it. We'll write it off." But what about the Flash? It's like we're way too deep on that. We got to go. It's like unfortunately, we got to fucking put that trash out too. Um, the yeah. trash, trash Flash. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it, now now that now that we brought that point up, it's like yeah. So maybe people need to get better at their contracting. Not that. Yeah, the studios need to do. I mean, they do need to do better by how they treat people one way or the other. But it's like get a good fucking entertainment lawyer or whatever you gotta have. It's like, you know, because one, you gotta pay that motherfucker if you're gonna if you're gonna be in a multi million dollar fucking movie, you better have a good fucking lawyer on your hand and manager. But make sure you're getting a proper cut of that shit, especially like Scarlet was probably smart and realized like look this is going to be this is not going to be a big movie it's 5 years too fucking late you know but mm-hmm. I want to make sure I get paid for this shit because if it's my last ever Avengers universe movie I need to get some fucking money out of it so she tried and then they basically well they tried to fuck her out of it she still I think won in the end from the lawsuit yeah. however many yeah. however much money that was who gives a shit right but you know it, it, I think on the industry, the production end of it, not necessarily the actors. Some actors need to get paid better. Don't get me wrong. But uh, yeah. I think on the industry side, the fucking people who make the movies, you know, those are the ones who get screwed so much in the end because they're the one literally fucking doing all the work. You know, and yes. they may not get paid even a tiny fraction of what the movie might make back. So I agree they need a base salary of whatever that might be or be paid by the job, depending on what it is, you know, where they're contracted and all that kind of nonsense. Because when it comes to effects studios, they're getting paid by how, whatever the work is of the scene they're doing, right? But when it comes down to people who are there on set doing that shit, that's a different contract. So somewhere in there, it all needs to be reworked for the modern day. This ain't fucking 1960s Hollywood anymore. Actually, shit, it's not 1940s fucking Hollywood where it's run by fucking gangsters anymore, you know? <laughs> Good old days, wow. you know? Well, and, and now I remember uh, recently seeing an article talking about uh, actors way early on, like 1920s, 19-teens, around that, that time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you would drop a film, it didn't even actually have the actors' names. Yeah. Maybe not 1920s, because we did the horror episode on the 1920s, and we actually talked about a lot of actors. So it might have, you know, been maybe 1910s, 1900s, even early 1900s. But like, it was just the director who was credited. Yeah, you didn't know the actors, and then eventually got to this point where people are like, "Well, who's that person? They put on a good performance," and you know, that's where you kind of start getting this. Like the Barrymore family has been around since 1920s. Yeah, John Barrymore like, was a big fucker. Yeah, just just like you know in everything but the thing is it's like this old archaic way of doing things it's like i I guess it maybe does come down to like you said get a good lawyer 
to you know review that contract and and get a good agent to you know try to get you some money and, and union because, people if possible the, yeah. the right people in the union doing the right fucking thing because that's yes. also where it would have got wrong it's like with, with sag and everything it's like they have a union but they don't do fuck all four people <laughs> it's no. like you know yeah. You know, but and also with COVID, I mean, nobody knew what the fuck to do. But corporations 100% saw a way to make billions and not pay people. So I mean, the fact they finally getting their shit for it one way or the other is is what the a fuck is my daughter doing? I don't know. Being your daughter, I don't fucking know what's she doing. She's fucking running back and forth. She's a little fucking psychopath. I mean, she's probably got a knife in her hand. It is October. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm worried. Tis tis the season to be bloody. Like it's spooky season. I'm excited, but if my kid's got a knife, I'm not too excited. Anymore. I mean, if she puts a pumpkin over her head and then starts wielding the fucking knife, I think you need to worry. If she puts pumpkin over her head, she's gonna be blind. So I'm gonna kick her down the stairs. That's that's an easy fix. Well, that's why. No, the problem is she's gonna put it on her head and then try to cut holes to see. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get the eye holes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes, leave it to my kid to do that. It's like, oh, Jesus that's, that's, ho- that's Homer with the bucket on his head situation. It's like, there's some logic there that makes some sense to a degree, but not really. It's like, yes, I get it. You want it to be lined up. Yes, but also no. It's <laughs> <laughs> just not the way to do this. Oh, like, that's fucking funny. Uh, fucking kids. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's all of the shit. It's just like, fix it because at the end of the day, you know, everybody who's complaining about, you know, this thing or that thing and things not being out, you know, I'm talking about industry wise. It's like, well, you're part of the fucking problem. Yeah. Like, like, you know, figure it out too on your end as well. I mean, it, you got a lot of these shows, like I think the Drew Barrymore show, speaking of the Barrymore family, mm. you know, she was about to go back on the air and they're like, yeah. nah, don't do that. Her like, and don't do that. there was somebody Bill else, Maher. Bill Maher. Yeah. And they said, yeah. uh, the fuck you will. And then they had to yeah. put out big apologies, and Bill Maher's not good at apologies. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he knows what that is. No. He's like, he's the I'm sorry you were mad type. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry that you're too stupid to understand why we were doing it. Like, what yeah. the fuck? And, like- and don't get me wrong. it it In a way, it's better than what all the Jimmies have been doing. I just like yeah. all those all those idiots now doing one podcast talk show together. I'm just calling them the Jimmies. I don't care. If there's, there's, yeah. Fuck all of them. And, you know, they're all idiots at this point. And most of their shows suck ass. You know, fucking Colbert, especially. I used to love Stephen Colbert, but not anymore. I don't know what the fuck happened yeah, I, to that guy. I'm not sure that I've seen any of these shows, if at all, if, if in years. But it's like, look, man. Like, like, think about the whole ideal of a podcast and the format to that. It's like, okay, I see you guys trying to get around it mm-hmm. and, and, and play the game, but you're, you're not, you're not slick. No. You know, it's like, we see what the fuck you're doing. Stop trying to be slick about it. And, um, and it just shows how not funny these people actually are. That you yeah, find out yeah. like behind the scenes, all of these talk shows, all of this shit, the, the night shows and all that they're only good because of the fucking writers and it has become mm-hmm. insanely obvious where the problem <laughs> has been and it's like but of course the writers not getting taken care yeah. of so fuck and, off. and you know that's the clearest point right there is like hey see how unfunny you are it's because of me that you're funny give me more like you make all the money because you're the face of the product yeah 
It's it's. Like, I'd almost rather see the fucking the writer out there doing the thing. You know, this yeah. is like uh, watching Miss Maisel. Uh, you know, when she she gets a job yeah. on the Gordon Ford show, and she's writing these fucking fantastic jokes and stuff, and not getting any fucking credit for it. Realistically, you know, and she's a fantastic, funny person, and then finally. You know, she can get out on stage at some point to see this shit. But it was literally showing the point. Like, the funny people are, are in the fucking room smoking, and the person on stage is just reading a fucking script. You yep. know? And yep. it's like, let's get these funny people out front. Get these people what they're fucking worth, one way or the other. Yeah. Or let them have I mean, their own TV shows. You know, and that, that sentiment trickles down to, to a lot of different industries period yeah um you know just like you got the people that are on the front line making the work happen in the previous job that i had um in self-storage you know we were the front line getting yelled at and spit on because the guys up top were like well we got to raise your rent by a hundred dollars now i just rented the space yeah but you know like we're we're in a tough economic time so we got to raise the prices like you're you're this one location makes a million a month like before my increase you know and and we're the ones down there again taking that kick and you know bringing in people out there hustling for reviews out there trying to sell the product and here we are now like saying hey at least pay us what we're worth for making this joint run but yeah there's some argument with actors and fighters and everyone else yeah, I mean it's the same thing with with apartment complex. It's like our rent went up, but we're not seeing anything mm-hmm. based on here. And I doubt, and like most of the workers that we knew that worked here, none of them are here anymore. So uh, no. they, they either aren't weren't getting paid what they wanted. And I know for a fact in my old apartment complex, there was a dude who had worked that complex for like thirty fucking years. He knew that place inside and out. If you told him you were having this problem, he would show up with the exact part he knew he fucking needed from your vague description. That dude was amazing. Shout out to fucking TJ. I don't know where he is in the world anymore. But because they didn't want to fucking pay him more money, like he tried to negotiate. He's like, look, I I just want a little bit more money because I'm basically taking care of this place by myself. It's like the other fat motherfucker doesn't do anything. He he, he can charge up an AC unit, but that's all he can fucking do. But I hate that piece mm. of shit who fucking... Mm, I won't get into it. But uh, I hope TJ's making what, he, what he's... Uh, worth yeah because I, I, I saw him insanely stressed especially during the summer when he was trying to fix ac units and shit like that and he was older he's probably in his 50s you know and mm-hmm. definitely uh sun-kissed as it were but also fantastic yeah. dude had fucking bottomless knowledge of fixing shit you know uh it's it just is it great and they weren't gonna pay him what he wanted and then they fucking upped our rent it's like so you didn't want to pay him any more money and then you're charging us more money and giving us less shit around here and you took away the only handyman that was worth a damn it's like yeah we're not gonna live here much longer yeah i don't don't know where that logic comes from and and that ideal of like you know charge more give less yeah and, and and treat your your staff like shit i don't i don't know where anyone thinks that's the right ideal or that's how you get things done, but it's not do better fucking pay your people and pay the writers what they need because, uh, and, and the CGI, because I need that pull three. Yeah, I definitely need that pull three. I mean, I, I think it's crazy that they could really get, get along with Ryan Reynolds, basically ad-libbing most of this shit. 
mm-hmm. but they said, nope, can't do that because we're going to have writers on set. And I'm like, God damn it. I was like, okay, well, hopefully we will continue to have an amazing Deadpool 3 you know, once it's all over, and then the movie will just continue. But I'm also glad that most of Hollywood ground to a screeching fucking halt for like five months, you know? It's like, put fuck it. You know, all the movie releases will be wonky. Who gives a shit? It's like, if it fixes a lot of the problems we've had for the last few years where writing has been terrible, CG has been terrible, fucking release schedules are fucking retarded, these fucking studio people getting involved where they shouldn't, you know, good. Let's make these fucking changes and make movies and TV like they used to be. You know, fucking worth a damn. Yeah. But speaking of movies that are coming out, <laughs> uh, I did go ahead and I have the uh, Toxic Avenger trailer pulled up for you here. Because uh, right. I watched it beforehand. Uh, so I have no idea how good this is going to come across. So let's see. Okay, then. All right. Um. For, for those of you not in the Patreon, you would not have actually heard and or seen the movie trailer. So go watch it for yourself. Link will be in the description down below. Um, initial thoughts? I like it. Um, I, I, I like it, it. It feels true to character. It, it's not like, a, you know, when they modernize something or they update something, they, they polish it up and it's all shiny. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, they want to sell you the best product in that that first initial teaser trailer. I like it. It was gritty. It felt like the the Toxic Avenger, you know, I remember from the 80s. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, it, it felt right. So I'm excited to see at least, you know, one more full trailer and then, then the movie itself. Yeah, and I think I'm glad they actually kept Toxie completely in silhouette. It's just like yes, but also I think isn't it Peter Dinklage is playing Toxie? Is he? I think so. I think he's. Uh-huh. I think he's playing Toxie. Because I don't know if you noticed, he had kind of a small stature there in the doorway. Yes. So he didn't become all big and mutated and stuff. Also, I like the mop that's like glowing with the radioactivity. You know, yeah. Even, even yep. though it looks more like a stick in the moment, like a big old flaming stick. But uh, it, it should be interesting. Like this movie, like as you ever saw the original one, talking to the, the audiences. <laughs> I mean, it's um, it's definitely it's definitely a, a movie that happened for sure. Um, cult following, completely. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed the cartoon as a kid, for sure. You know, and the toys were fun. So I kind of look forward to some new ridiculous toys from this. Can't wait to see the NECA versions. <laughs> of course. Um. Yeah, I I enjoyed that. It, I don't know. I remember the Toxic Avenger as a kid. I didn't really get too too into it. I remember the cartoon though. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously a kid of the '80s, so I was like, okay, cool. <clears throat> like, here's something else to to you know sell toys. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it just felt like I I have a big thing about that. Like movies feeling like it's time. Uh, the black phone felt like it was from 1978, whereas mm-hmm. X did not feel like it was from 1979. Uh, this movie feels like, and you know, I don't know where it takes place in the timeline, but looking at everybody's uh, appearances, it looks like you know it's it's not today. So it's kinda, I like the it's kind of hard to know because they clearly were going for a 80s style, you know, TV yes. stuff. But then when it got to the movie movie, it actually looks pretty, uh, looks pretty, uh, yeah, it is Peter Dinklage is playing Toxie for sure. Uh, yes. okay. 
I mean, we got Jacob Tremblay. He's pretty good. And a little kid actor. He's been in a few things. Taylor Dominic Page. Uh, she's been in a couple things. The face looks familiar. Kevin Bacon, of course, is always fun. Uh, a few other f- names here. Elijah Wood is in there somehow. I gotta wonder if he's just gonna be Elijah Wood. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. I find out right now. Okay, no, he's a uh, Fritz Garbinger. Okay, interesting. Yeah, this will be this will be this will be interesting to see what they do here. You know. Yeah it it looks like it'll be fun, and I'm all for fun. Yeah, it, it should be. You know. Oh, definitely. I mean, like, especially if it's closer to, because originally it was a comics. It was comics, right? Yes. Yeah, by Lloyd Kaufman. I believe, I believe it was a comic first. Yeah. And, of course, the original movie, which was so fucking weird. Like, the 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 makeup was about as good as they could do back then on a low budget. But, you know, still, like, a hokey dokey. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that this version of Toxie is going to be absurd, you know gonna look truly mutated and gross all right uh let's see here also i uh, wanted to because you did watch the uh what was the other movie i i mentioned because you oh saw you did see the saw you you seen the saw x uh trailer um i watched trailers of it but i mean yeah and it did it comes out this weekend or came out last weekend uh it last weekend yeah um and it's a pre, it's another saw prequel. So the tenth one is actually leading up to the first one. Um, but yeah, saw uh, saw X takes place between one and two. Between one and two, because two was it the the the, 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 the saw timeline is so fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I I have so. I love the first two for sure, and the third one was fine to me. After number three, it started to get really, really, really ridiculous, and it really just became a matter of we just want to see the traps, we just want to see the torture. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like the first one, had a good like mystery to it. it was like holy shit, what's going on? The second one had the the, the house yep. that was a maze, and that was great. The third one had a good story and a good reveal to it. That was the um, one. As, as, that was the one with the the saw three. Uh, there, yeah. So the husband is uh kind of going through the the thing and yes, okay. I guess that's right. His son was killed in a hit and run. Yeah. I don't know if it was a hit and run, but the guy who hit him was drunk. Yes, that's right. Okay. So that was the, that was the one that had the payoff at the end. You're like, what the fuck? That's right. Yeah, um, and then that's what really started the whole when the fuck is the, are these movies taking place? Now, you know what order? Correct. Because at the end of three, uh, fucking John Kramer yeah. dies. John Kramer, yeah. Um, and yeah. Then, then from that point, it's like you got a bunch of sequels with a guy who's not there, but he was still in the movies. You know, he'd still because they do a lot of flashbacks because uh, a bunch of them were like moving forward because mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like, OK, who's going to take on my legacy? And then uh, maybe it was 3D. No, 3D was still in the four timeline. There's uh, one of them that was before the first one. Yeah. And, um, you know, that it, it, I don't know. It all gets really weird. I, I, I actually have a post I'm going to put up that shows you the proper timeline. Yeah. Um, 
this i'll put it up this week because i know there's the one that it goes through it and it's like the two cops that are investigating some stuff and i think it's no donnie Wahlberg was in two it's a different guy he he looks like a Wahlberg. two he was in number two uh as the lead he pops back up i want to say in three or four i'm trying i'm trying to remember which what this one was it was they were trying to figure out that if Jigsaw had a disciple and then this one had all these crazy traps. And then at one point you see it, it's like his, there are two cops and one of them partner or one of them's FBI, one's a local cop, that kind of shit. Um, but once again, I don't remember, I know the movie, I've seen it and I've seen reviews of it. I just don't remember which one it is because the timeline is wonky yeah. because I think, oh, that one led into three. That's okay. what it was. Cause so- yeah. Cause the, the guy, the, guy he runs into at one point i think in three is it's happening simultaneously with three if i remember correctly so the proper order to watch the films in chronologically Mm -hmm. jigsaw okay saw saw x saw two three four five six and uh, saw the final chapter, and then Spiral is the last one. Yeah, Spiral is like the actual like final sequel, technically, right? Correct, yes. Yeah. Is this in here? What is this? Oh, okay, so this actually shows, this image has the timeline of where the movies are overlapping and everything else like that and when they take place. That's a crazy... Is it characters? What is this? I can't read... I can't read it. It's a low-res image. Um, mm. It's interesting. Um, and then also it gets a little confusing as to like some of the uh, titles. like so, Because it all has Saw, and they're like, wait, what number is this? Like Saw 3 is just has three teeth on yeah. it. It's like, that's three? Okay. And then the other ones use like, proper okay. numbers at some point, yeah. It, it's, a, it's an interesting franchise, but the idea that we're getting another sequel, prequel, in there is like okay it's just like it's like do we really need all of this and they're like yes yes we do yeah it, it's I've, I've heard good things about it but the thing is whether it's good or not it's like is it needed did, like wh- why yeah you know i felt like the story didn't necessarily need you know something in between one and two you know um I, I did an episode on So You Like Horror. No, 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 no. I did an episode on Off the Mats, which is kind of what led me to do the So You Like Horror podcast. Because every October, I would do uh, horror movies for all the episodes for the month. We do like kind of a review of a franchise or something. So we did Saw. And my guest for that episode, I ended up having to reduce the episode drastically because there was a crazy person. <laughs> and. You know, because they wanted to go into this whole um, and and the thing is, I'm all open for like conversation of like different, you know, different opinions. She was like, basically, John Kramer is the hero of the movies. He never technically killed anybody. What he was doing was the right thing. And it was like, okay, I'm not I'm not doing this with you. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I want to talk about the franchise. I don't care about your your fucking opinions on the character. Uh, whether you agree with him or not, that uh, like relax, Amanda. Like that's not what we're here for. Yeah, what I'm here for is just to talk about the movies and and kind of you know the franchise as a whole. And she's like, well, I believe John Kramer was the real hero of the franchise. I was like, okay, 
we're going to go ahead and cut this down from the hour and a half that it was. And we cut it down to 20 minutes. Yeah. And, 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 and Thanos did nothing wrong. Well, no, nah, I'm, I'm with Thanos. I know. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Like after seeing traffic today, I was like, yeah, what, yo, Thanos, what's up, son? I mean, he tried. I mean, he definitely tried. Yeah. Now, now we're all going to find out is that uh, the, the Saul universe is also taking place in the same universe as uh, Unbreakable. <laughs> and glass i you know what at this point like just do it i just, mean like whatever look we all we, the only thing we need out of the saw universe is for the fucking tricycle to roll off by itself at the end that's all we fucking need that's all i ever ask which and and you know given given our conversation about rubber sequels the other day the the ideas we kind of came up with i was fully against any rubber sequels until i started coming up with ideas for rubber sequels and i'm like okay this might be good it's like like, but it has to be this it's like that's the only way it fucking makes sense but i i i I will accept no other options for a sequel other than those that we discussed yeah rubber retreaded and rubber retired (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes and and like <laughs> the word and like the, the word has to be written a certain way because when yes. you sent it to me i was like i'm pretty sure it says rubber Retar- retarded it does but- <laughs> yeah but the thing is i knew that and i went it's like i was gonna reply and say like no it does not say retarded <laughs> like that was the first thing i saw I was like retarded but, like yeah. what the fuck i guess the sequel would be retarded look look where the r's are and there's an e in there but it is funny i, I knew i actually knew it when I did it, that's why I thought it was funny. Uh, but I will, I will say, I did comment back to uh, Jay on the actual episode where he said that, and I, that's where I came up with the idea for Rubber Two Retreaded. Um, so, but that's where I came with the title. And then when we were just workshopping back and forth, mind you, I was working while doing that, so like I come up with my best ideas while I'm doing something completely different. Um, because like even all the skits that I wrote and and came up with, I did all of that while I was working, and then came home immediately and shot those. So it's like, well, it's like I don't need my brain to do my job, so my brain does other things while I'm at work. <laughs> it's like I'm on autopilot most of the time, you know. So that's not a not a big deal, and I don't have to think about most things, especially now that I have uh, navigation. I don't have to worry about it. Um. So the only other movie trailer we had lined up, but now the internet's being wonky. It's a new trailer for the movie Argyle, which is kind of, in a way, sort of set up in the universe of the the, uh, Kingsman. But at least, bare minimum, it's done by the same guy. Um, The link will be down below, but because the internet's being wonky, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Uh, I saw a teaser for it, and I'm like, what the fuck is this even about? Because it's like showing a cat in like a backpack. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Watching the actual trailer, the movie is about this woman who's writing spy novels. And uh, as you find out in the trailer, uh, she's not making this shit up. Somehow she's writing what's happening. So like, it, it comes out that, like, I don't know if she's a prophet or somebody who's got her, her brain all fucked up or something, or she was a spy. Like, spies start coming after her because she's making public, without knowing it, all this stuff that's been going on behind the scenes with, with these spy organizations. So she's got assassins coming after her, and then so this other this other company has to basically rescue her kind of situation. It's, it's a story that's sort of been done before, but uh, it stars Bryce Dallas Howard, 
uh, Henry Cavill and a guy whose name is escaping me, but I'm sure it's right here in the fucking thing. Uh, where is it? God damn it, what is it? Oh, yeah, John Cena's in there because, of course, John Cena's in there. He needs money. Uh, and all the Brian Cranston, so that's always fun. Uh, but where is the guy I'm looking for here? Uh, God damn, where's his name? Oh, Captain O'Hara. That's always fun. She doesn't get. She doesn't get around very often. Okay. Dua Lipa. Yeah. Dua Lipa getting off her ass. Oh, Sam Rockwell. There he is. Yeah. So Sam Rockwell is great. So um, I'm on board. I, I like. I like this universe. I also like this dude's movies in general. Um. So oh, uh, my, Matthew Vaughn. That's the one. That's the name I was looking for. So um, I enjoyed the Kingsman movies. I like other movies he's done. And I'm definitely looking forward more to this because it's more visually appealing than anything Wes Anderson is currently doing. God damn. What, 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 what is going on with that guy? Have you seen the fucking... No. <clears throat> Holy fuck. I saw, I saw a teaser for his latest movie. I'm like, oh my God, what is this fucking color grading? What is this shit? This fucking hurts my fucking eyes. I think Wes Anderson is on fucking mushrooms and he's trying to make the real world look normal to him. I swear to God, that's what's going on there. Oh, but either way, um, I'll post the links or I'll send you the link here to to this trailer because it looks interesting to me. Oh, the wifey is now home. Uh, where's fucking Facebook? There it is. Um, but I am going to go ahead and call it here because i got to go help the wifey get up the stairs. Um, so, guys... Do the like and subscribe thingy. Uh, you know how we do. Uh, go check out all of Dante's stuff um, at Off the Mats, So You Like Horror, and Compton Beer Club. And uh, thanks thanks for filling in again, bud. I really honestly appreciate it because my cast has been uh, unfortunately neutered, so none of them can be around, and I'm glad that you are here to help me, honestly. No problem at all. Whatever you need, let me know. Yep. Same, same. <laughs> it's like I, I feel like October is just going to be the Dante and Shoki show all fucking month for both our fucking. Yeah. It's like for both our things. So, all right, guys. At, at this point, yep. Yep. All right, y'all. Uh, we'll see you next time. And with that, okay, bye. Rolling up over black Cadillac High heel boots and a sexy body full of tats